Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is the Weeb Weekly Podcast, hosted by Nixie Comedy, I'm Tropical Joe, and Mizu Shogun. Now I'm back! Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment of the Weep Weekly. I am joined by my two anime hoodie clad in co-host, Kiloa seems to be the theme. We have Jose rocking the only Kiloa. Yes, sir. Just from straight from Hypeland, you know, having some fun, enjoying uh, a kind of kind of a light week in the area of uh, nerd dumb. But I mean... We've been at it for a while and we are just prepping for the beginning of August because we're going to get probably tr- like Marvel trailers. We're getting Marvel uh, news. In yeah, Marvel news. Oh, we had casting news today. We can actually talk about that, Mizu. Uh, yeah. But yes, speaking of our boy Mizu, Mizu, say hello to the people. Hi, people. What's going on? <laughs> um, yeah, also, as you can also see. Also, myself uh, repping a Hunter Hunter sweatshirt, but I got the, you know, iconic duo. The York new fence. Oh. I to say, you can't have Kilo without going, or you can't go nope. going without Kilo. Like they're they're a pair. Why you Honestly, gotta do me like that? Why you gotta do me good, like that? That's a good lead up for what we're talking about later in the episode. The stack them up because this week we are going to be talking about best co-protagonist of all time. So who knows? Who knows? Is Kilo going to get taken? I that 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 that's that's up there. But before we get into that, the reason that the co-protagonist is the storyline that we're talking about this week is because we got the beginning of the Joeverse kicking off, ladies and gentlemen, Snake Eyes hit theaters. And listen, I know some of you are like, well, those those action figures from the 80s and the 90s. Why should I go watch a movie about that? Because it was incredible. At least I thought my co-hosts kind of disagree with me, but it was a lot of fun. It was, in my opinion, the quintessential 21st century ninja movie. I loved it. Jose, you were lukewarm on it. Mizo, you didn't like it. Do you feel free to elaborate? Okay, okay. I'm a I'm a I'm a step right here because I so the way that I explained it, right? So I'm obsessed with uh Asian culture just in general, not just a Japan, China, uh Southeast and and Central Asia, but like for some reason like those ancient periods of time, there's thousands of years of history it's in tradition. Asia. Tradition. Yeah, there's yeah. thousands of years of history that is like that's not the norm because like uh at least in the West because like uh, much of recorded history that well, was well, there, recovered. There is. <laughs> there is, yeah. there is, there is. But I meant like <laughs> yeah. recover. Like I meant. Okay, so let me rephrase that. So yeah. the, the amount of recorded history that we have from like the tr- like the the big civilizations that were prominent in the Americas, yeah. for example, was destroyed uh, mm-hmm. during colonization. So we don't oh, have yeah. those thousands of years of history. And so there's a lot of documented history from 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 Asia and Europe. Thousand year but- dynasties. Exactly. Specifically in Japan with the Edo period, which is really, really mm-hmm. prominent, really featured in, in, in popular culture. And this 
thing borrowed heavily in terms of art style, structure, oh, yeah. set design. So everything felt super authentic, in my opinion, to like that period and that style of, of conflict. So for example, clan conflict, they, they, we had the Yakuza, which is like mm -hmm. a, a transition into, into the modern version of, of uh, a, a crime syndicate, if you will. The big thing for me, and I think Mizu's going to agree with this, is that the story itself was just kind of like meh. Like there, there were there were some aspects. There were some. I, there were the characters were awesome. So the dude that yeah. okay, let's. I think we we should start it in, in in portions, right? So I would say characters and like acting was top notch. Henry Golding did a. I, my first note was Henry Golding did the work, dude. He and, did the work. And then Andrew Koji, who played uh, Storm Tommy Shadow, yeah. baller, baller. He had some of the best lines in the entire movie. When yeah. at the very end, when he's like, serve, I serve. No, no I was, it's I got, an anime moment. Chills, it's dude. an anime moment. <laughs> I got chills legitimately. I was, I was, I was stoked for him. So starting with the characters, Mizu, give me your take. Cause I'm, I'm like, okay, characters was like bomb and acting as well. Do you agree? So, all right. Before I say this, I want y'all to know that as a, I'm a military brat. I grew up mm. in the military. So G.I. Joe, Captain America, Kyle Bush was quintessential for my childhood. And I always grew up with G.I. Joe. And Snake Eyes is my favorite, one of my favorite characters in the entire Joe universe. Nice. So when I heard they were making a movie about him, I was super excited to see his own solo origin. I thought it was going to be great. So in terms of um, acting, fantastic. They yeah. did Production well with what too. they were working with. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of characters, almost everybody else was good, but I'll have to say this. The only person I did not like in terms of character was Snake Eyes himself. Really? Like okay. Eyes. Well, after, he's actually, he's no, kind like, of the bad guy. Yeah. No, kind of the bad guy of the movie. Yeah. yeah. I want to clarify that um, actor-wise, I love the actor, but yeah. the character in the story of the Snake Eyes, I did not like Snake Eyes. He so didn't, did like, nice take. He was missing so many of those elements of, of the actual Snake Eyes character and mm. like you say he was mostly the bad guy for this the series and yeah. he, i'm not gonna lie he was kind of an asshole so i was yeah. just like big facts i was like well, what snake eyes is this like who who is this this is not and i'm not gonna lie it's he was so bad in my opinion that i actually sympathized and agreed more with storm shadow so did than i, I, I did absolutely, with i'm eyes. right there with you yep but I actually kind of liked that they did that because it's always seen that Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes are kind of brothers, you know? Uh, they've always had a very close relationship. They're technically rivals with each other in, in the Joe-verse. Um, and so I kind of liked that they built that backstory where Snake Eyes actually, like Tommy San has a reason to be upset with Snake Eyes. Like they're like, they've now given Tommy San a legitimate reason to do, go to Cobra in order to like exact his revenge against Snake Eyes. But essentially, so for those of you who haven't seen it, the, the reason that Snake Eyes is the bad guy is because Snake Eyes watches his father, who's revealed to be a G.I. Joe at the end, uh, get murdered by Cobra. He doesn't know it's Cobra at the time. Um, so his entire life is centric around finding the guy who murdered his father. And he's given the opportunity to find the guy who murdered his father when a Yakuza member approaches him and says essentially like, hey, listen, you come work for us and then we will find the guy who murdered your father. Little does he know, in the end, he's working for Cobra. 
but that's when he has his that's when he has his hero turn moment because he realizes is he working for Cobra? He finds out Cobra is the people who killed his father, and then he joins Tommy San's side with Storm Shadow. Uh, which honestly, for being real, it does kind of make him a selfish character because the only the only reason he he went through with all of his selfish desires, um, basically betraying everyone who ever did anything nice to him, all to find the killer of his father until he found out that he helped the killer of his father and then he went against the killer of his father so the entire time like the the main plot of the story is releasing your anger and like it's like clearing your heart Mm -hmm. um but in the end he's still trying to fight the people that killed his father you know i i get that i get that uh the thing is at least for me so these type of movies are kind of weird because they're they're intro movies that are trying to serve as a reboot because we did get like gi joe or gi joe and then we got gi joe retaliation with channing tatum yeah. and like great movies it, i i great was like, movies I, I was like okay <sighs> bet uh and like for example like we, we got we got scarlet for example scarlet reprises her role as part of the gi joe squad and i like mm-hmm. i i even forgot i was like she she comes in as a badass and i'm like i i forgot like half of you, what you did in those two those movies. movies came out what seven years ago yeah, dude, it was like 2013 or something for yeah. retaliation, like the second one. And I was like, hey, yeah. yo, like this is yeah, like, it was it was kind of bold for them to be like, you mm-hmm. remember this, you remember yeah. this ca- the side character, right? The the character that I was uh like really excited to see was uh Ursula Corbero, who plays Baroness, because she mm-hmm. is from <laughs> the very critically acclaimed Casa de Papel series on Netflix, which I highly it's called Money Heist in English. I highly recommend you guys watch it because it's won like a ton of awards like internationally. Yeah. Uh, Spanish, it's like, right? Yeah, it, it's in Spanish, but like the dubs are actually really, really good too. But so it's like, 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 like Spanish. Like oh yeah, Spain, it's, it's, it's yeah, Spanish. it's a Spanish series and she's yeah. like, she's globally, no, she's a like award-winning actress now because of that uh, role mm-hmm. uh, and, and many more that she's done. But like, I was excited for her. She was like the typical bland Bond villain type, I guess. Uh, the the, the character, yeah. the standout characters to me were Andrew Koji as Tommy Sun. Uh, yep. Akiko was like okay, but for some reason, dude, the blind master. Like I was obsessed with Peter Mensa. Like that, well, dude, that that dude rocked that shit. He's a badass in every role he plays. So Peter Mensa, the blind, the blind mentor. You guys may not know that name. Like he is, he's like this very stoic, huge black dude. He's in Spartacus and in yep. Three Hundred. He mm-hmm. usually plays. Uh, usually plays like either like a tutor, like a teacher, or, or the bad a general guy. badass. Yeah, or the or bad, bad guy. guy. With, th- with 300, he was technically oh, like the Persian yeah. bad guy, yeah. Yeah, he was like the Persian. He was the guy who gets kicked into the big hole. He's he's the guy this getting kicked into the This is Sparta. Ooh, yeah. But yes, he did fantastic. And actually, the hard master is one of like probably the most famous Thai actor of like all time. The the oh, short yeah. Asian dude who was a big who he fought Eagle. with the, yeah. Um, he is in a bunch of movies, like Thai movies. And if you like martial arts movies, um, I meant to look up his name before this, but he's in, Eco. uh, I think yeah, it's, it's called Eco, The Raid. Eco, Eco Uwais. And he's in yeah. The Raid, uh, The Raid 2. And I, I, I Googled it, I think now it's, uh, in Headshot and Mile 22. So he's yeah. in, he's in a Mile lot of good movies. Good too. Um, Bronda Rousey is in Mile 22. It's very weird. But if you guys are looking for incredible, like martial arts action, Look into his movies. Watch the raid. It's probably the best martial arts movie ever created. But like all in all, like I think it was a very serviceable 
ninja movie i liked that like it essentially did what john wick 3 did with the with the guys with swords on like on like electric super bikes slicing the tires off other people's motorcycles which was awesome and like it was all centric around essentially um tommy son's family has a sunstone that can eventually like uh, more or less melt people uh and it was it was really cool i thought it was really well done and i i i think like i said henry golding did a very good job doing the work the fight choreography was like mortal kombat's first seven minutes it was really really good there was a couple times where it was like they would just run into a group of 15 yakuza and then they would just be like like it would like cut like cut scene and all the yakuza would be on the ground you'd be like well i feel like weird how'd you get out of that one what were you gonna say jose I was going to say that like there's actually like it, that that like actually caught me and I was like okay this movie's actually like get like getting deeper so like the sunstone is based on like an actual myth from Amaterasu which is like the the mm-hmm. sun goddess so it's like yeah. they they actually went into like the mythology of it as well which I was like oh damn like they're actually taking this like full speed which is actually surprising uh to me the mm-hmm. the one thing that I did have to say is that like the choreography I think goes like in in waves it's like up and down because for example like the the fight because really? if you think about it like for example the the scene at the docks there's they're literally surrounded so okay when they're yeah. leaving leaving the docks when the yakuza were like are like um surrounding them there's a scene where they're literally just like like put like putting all their swords to the side there's there's like 30 people around them yeah and all of them are just like like shifting their swords back and forward like they're ready like fainting or whatever it was I'm like really Bro, kill bill yeet. It, was, it was literally yeet. you could go everyone like just has to stick their swords out and take one step in every second yeah. and then eventually you will just skewer uh, them to death my big question was like okay I know Henry Golding kind of like told the line between hero and villain. Yes. I want to get you guys' opinion. Did you guys like Kenta as the villain? Because I did for some reason. I did I did like Kenta. Yeah, I think he did a good job. I think he was well acted. I think his fight choreography was really good. Um, no, I, I I actually I really enjoyed him as a villain. What about you, Mizu? Like I said, like I actually again, I liked everyone except for Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. Okay. Nice. I he was the only one that just didn't I didn't vibe with because he to me he didn't really seem like he was really playing the character to the point where I'm not gonna lie I was sitting here like I don't think he's actually Snake Eyes Snake Eyes I think he's a person who's taking the mantle of Snake Eyes oh yeah so continue the thing because I was like this is no way this is the same guy because one they 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 skipped over his whole vow silence thing because that was supposed that was supposed to be a part You're of his right. character and um like yeah because it was a, it was a big deal for him not to talk. And I thought they were going to explain that. Like, okay, they're going to explain why he doesn't speak. Because even though the original Channing Tatum G.I. Joe was, you know, you know but the one yeah. thing I did like is that they did explain Snake Eyes in that movie. And like, yeah. it made sense. They told they explained why he doesn't show his face. They explained why he um, doesn't talk. But here they didn't do that at all. Man. Like, they just skipped all that. And now I'm not huh. going to lie. The reason why I say that he's kind of an ass now is because that means he has, in this version, there's no reason that he doesn't talk. There's no reason yeah. that he doesn't show his face. So that means he's doing it on purpose for no like legitimate reason. Like, oh, I'm just, I don't want to talk because I just choose not to talk. Like, you know, what's funny. So, I mean, I'm assuming, I'm assuming like, yes. Well, so the Scarlet tie-in with it being the same actress makes you feel like that the old Joe movies aren't redconned. And in which case you're absolutely right. Like now, why is he doing, why is he doing all of that? But at the same time, like with them taking a different direction with Snake Eyes makes it feel like they're launching a new separate kind of IP. So do you guys think this is the launching of a new thing or do you think it's a continuation of the old thing? 
I would venture and say that they're doing something new, which I'm excited for because yeah, as we've talked about, those first movies were kind of eh. This one, mm-hmm. th- this one, I'm kind of surprised by the reaction because I've been looking online and a lot of people are just like hating on the movie. And I'm like, maybe really? so so yeah, because yeah. like uh, so so the thing Sad. that I don't the thing that I don't get is that like okay, like almost almost everything was like I was glued from start to finish mostly because of like the art style the the score is also cool Uh, like the art style the costumes and like the 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 supporting characters kept me glued to the screen so like I I would watch another one of these Uh, so I absolutely I I would hope that they're taking it in a new direction instead of just for example bringing back Channing Tatum in the next movie for like Stormshot like whatever would you mind uh, if Channing Tatum was G.I. Joe again? Uh, I, don't, I didn't hate his casting for it. I don't I don't who would you, okay. Who would you prefer to be G.I. Joe over Channing Tatum? Dude, for 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 the current I would it's it's it seems it seems like a cop out, but you can never go wrong with Keanu Reeves, bro. No, no. <laughs> No, first off, no, Chris Evans. Okay, if it's gonna be, oh anyone, yeah, okay, it should be Chris that, Evans. I, I mean, yes. I, I, mean, I think I'll the only reason that. I wouldn't say Chris Evans is because, like, it would just to me, it would just tie in him being like Captain America. Captain America. Well, oh, if you true. get to be GI Joe and Cap, you can retire. You retire after that. That is quintessential American, right there. You that get a statue in Washington D.C., bro. But I'm like, if we're being real, like when you think like wet dream American, you think like Chris Evans. Chris Evans, you know, like. If you were like, if like, if Uncle Sam was gonna have like a physical, <laughs> a like, like a fursona, Uncle Sam's fursona is Chris Evans. Like that is so. Like I think he's the perfect casting. Does GI Joe have the juice to get Chris Evans? I don't know. He did Red Sea Diving Resort. So yeah, I mean, yeah. he does. He like, did also like, do like, American like, Teen Movie. So yeah, <laughs> so, like, he's he done shit yeah. like that. He's he like, was in. Too. He was in. Um. Uh. What's the one where? Uh, the nerdy guy gets the girl with the pink hair. Oh, you talking about Scott Pilgrim? Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Oh, he was, also he was in Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Yep. Damn. What were you saying, Misu? Uh, I was gonna say that I also agree with Jose that um, <clears throat> I feel like they're like maybe possibly revamping the GI Joe. And I honestly, think so. honestly, I I will say that I hope so because, in my personal opinion, besides Snake Eyes, the rest of the the Joes are kind of forgettable. Yeah, not that they're like they're still great characters to a point, but like they were kind of forgettable. Like, oh, yeah, to the mm-hmm. point where I'm not gonna lie, if someone if they change the other characters, I think really people wouldn't that really care unless they're really deep deep fans of the series. I think the and again, I'll say this: the only person I feel like who didn't really need to change per se, or you can still add different things to his character, but not change so far to me was Snake Eyes. Yeah, I definitely okay. wanted to see his character revamped a little bit but still kept certain elements of him that were still the same. Like, that's why I was, like, hoping that they would do, like, oh, they would explain his vow of silence. They would explain that stuff and keep that in there. But besides that, like, I do hope that, that this is a this is a um, a new revamp of the, the series and not a continuation of the, the Channing Tatum G.I. Joe, I would say. So, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the Channing Tatum G.I. I feel like, I feel like the difference is, so with the Channing Tatum G.I. Joe, that was, like, um, it was very action centric. It was like Fast and Furious. Yes. Uh, it was Fast and Furious esque. This felt more like John Wick. This felt, to me at least, like it felt 
more well-paced action, one-on-one fights kind of thing. Good fight choreographed, uh, choreo- like choreographed. Um, the actors were doing the work. I think, it, and the production value was awesome. The costumes were really good. I mean, I mean, Scarlett may have been a forgettable kind of side character, but her costume was sick. I mean, I, all I, I wrote down literally all of Snake Eyes fits are gonna oh, like inspire. There were tech wear fits, like dude, the final costume. The final yeah. costume is a carbon fiber extravaganza, bro. It's so it good. It looked dope. And so I yes, think I think is. the reason that, if I'm being real, I think the reason that they avoided the battle of silence is because it's really hard to make a movie about someone who doesn't talk. And That's so, it. Oh, no, and, no. I don't yeah. I don't mean as in, like, he didn't have to talk the entire series. I was saying that mm-hmm. explaining explain why he doesn't talk. Like, So why oh, doesn't like, he talk? After this whole uh, ordeal, he's just like, you know what? I'm taking, like, I'm taking a battle of silence or something that went wrong. Uh-huh. He's just like I'm done. To, like I'm gonna stop talking, and then we can lead into him becoming snake eyes and going. I didn't expect him to be not saying anything at all. Can you imagine? The entire movie. <laughs> he's just stoic and just like wow, great, like great emotion. That would be fantastic. Plus, if I if I would make the argument, it could be done per se. Oh, for because, sure. Because I mean, because if, if you because if if you got um a quiet place and they don't say true. anything, I mean, they have true. sign language. But if if you can make a character interesting like that it, it's possible but i do understand that but like i just wanted them to at least explain like the origin of why he didn't like why he doesn't talk anymore or why he chooses not to show his face i thought they would explain that part at least does the sign language count as breaking a vow of silence that's no. i i feel like it should though i, I kind of feel like because you're you're talking technically how is sign language any different from talking like it really when it boils down to it I. Uh, I, I'm not gonna get into that because like that that, that, that might right? be like, like you can still piss somebody off speaking sign language, you know. That do be true. That do be true. The thing right, is, if no. you cast yes, yeah. if if you cast Henry Golding, who like crazy rich Asians, the gentleman, mm-hmm. like he's and he's he's in the come up, right? Like I, I mean he could he could he go into the MCU. With Amelia Blunt too, or not Amelia. Um he was in the one with in the MCU. I think he's, yeah, he's he in the MCU. Be. No, no, in he's Eternals? not you. Oh, he, I'm not gonna lie. For the longest time, I thought he was going to be Shang Chi. Oh yeah, I think, but he was also. If you want to make like, if you want to do like a crazy poll, like I could see him playing Captain America. For being fully honest, yeah, like he's a huge dude. He was like, it, I liked in the castle. He was ducking between, like he had to keep ducking between yeah. all like the doors because they were. Like, he's only six one. Like he's not like huge but like i i think he would be a fantastic captain america he would have been a great shang chi put like, him yeah, as a like mutant a, make him a mutant bro there's like hundreds of mutants like you yeah, can definitely like you do could, there's no like and clearly he knows how to fight like he knows how to like like he knows the choreography and all that like i didn't think he was nick young that's how my, my girlfriend adores him um in crazy rich asians and she sent me it she was like oh my god nick young's an action hero and i was like I guess I was like, uh, yes. I guess. <laughs> he went from romantic movie. I think this is his first action movie, right? No, the, I, think so. well, I gotta the, look it up. Technically, technically, well, do you count the gentleman as an act? It's a crime drama, basically. I don't even know what that is, bro. It's a really good comedy slash crime movie, and and the casting is the cast is stacked. So they have uh, Matthew McConaughey, Henry Golding, uh, the dude from uh, what's this called? Uh, Sons of Anarchy, the the main dude from Sons of Anarchy. Oh, Henry? Um, no, not Henry. Um, I know you're talking about. He's he's yeah. in um he's in the he played King uh, Arthur. King he Arthur. played King Arthur. Yeah, he played King Arthur. Yeah, yeah. Charlie, not not Charlie Dunham, but yeah. No, yeah. Is it Charlie Dunham? I think it's Charlie Dunham. I think it's Charlie. Dunham. Okay, yeah. yeah. 
So so the the, the cast the, the cast is stacked for that movie, and I had a lot mm. of fun watching it. And Henry Golding played like uh, a bad guy slash uh, like heel in that movie, and it was like it was pretty cool. Uh, but but yeah, like overall, GI Joe, I didn't expect to, I didn't expect it to be like the next John Wick. If we're being I, yeah, honest, I mean, I'm not, that's the thing. I went into it just wanting to have fun, and I had fun. That's I love Fantastic I Nine, yeah, Fast Nine, I, just like Fast Nine. Don't you dare talk about my family. <laughs> First off, I'm cosplaying as Dominic Toretto right now, sir. So don't you dare come at my family, okay? No, all right. It was it was better than Fast Nine. I actually texted you guys and I was like, that was the best movie. I think it was better than Black Widow, personally. Personally, that's my opinion. Uh, so I'm not gonna lie. I I was gonna say that though. I, again, like I said, I though I do not like how they did Snake Eyes himself. I will say that I think that's the main thing. Or even because I've been seeing a lot of people critiquing the movie, and I think most of them are not saying that it's a bad movie per se. I, I think a lot of them are just like, oh yeah, this part was kind of weird. Like, oh yeah, everybody had guns, but no one really used guns in the movie. Yeah. But yeah, or well, there's um, that one scene where there's a bunch of guys on the bridge and Baroness and like Scarlet just gun all of them down. Yeah. You know, because. I've been watching a lot of people critique the movie, even though they said a lot of stuff like they're, oh yeah, this didn't make sense. They overall, a lot of them gave it like a like a solid seven. Like most of them were yeah. like, I give it a seven out of ten for a movie. It's a movie. It's a movie based off action figures. <laughs> like, it is. So. Like, what do you expect? Besides that, like it's like to me, it I will say so far it's the the better movie of the year so far. Yeah. Oh, so? okay. So yeah. let's so let's in review. What do we have? Like since we are saying that in review this year, we have Godzilla versus Kong, Kong versus Godzilla. I don't even remember. Oh, I Mortal totally Kombat. forgot about that. Yeah, I changed my statement. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's why Mortal, I'm, that's why I'm saying it. Mortal Mortal Trial, Kombat. Mortal Kombat beta. The the beta yeah, exactly. for Mortal Kombat. Um, Black uh, Black Widow, Fast Black Nine, Widow. and then I think this is probably our fifth big movie of the oh, year, right? Luca, Space Jam. Luca, Luca, bro. Space That's Jam. the best movie Space of the Jam, year. Luca. No, no, I, 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 we're talking action movies, sir. Pixar. Oh, action. Okay. okay. Mister, Mister, I'm doing a Pixar series right now. Let's bring animated movies into this. Get out of here. No. All right. Godzilla vs. Kong is number one. I'd say this is number two. Black Widow is number three. So F9, far, then Mortal Kombat. So so far, I I would I would take that. I I would take that. The thing is, like, what other movies have there been in 2021? Like, uh, that's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Space I mean, in Jam, terms of big, Space like, Jam. Big, oh, so then like, Space Jam, dead last. The the Purge, the the Forever Purge is coming. You didn't see it. Oh, I, it's not even no, out no, yet. But yeah, it's not even out yet. Uh, I've I've heard good things about like the possibility of Gunpowder Milkshake. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, I just I haven't got myself clicked on it yet. I just I haven't I haven't seen it. Uh, and then we have the the Tom Cruise. Oh no, the the Chris Pratt one, the Tomorrow War. Or Tomorrow oh, War. Well, Tomorrow War was was it, it bad? Was not great. It was great. it was okay. Actually, this is we can talk about Tomorrow War because it came out a couple of weeks ago. First yeah. off, did you guys get the ad? Did you guys ever sign up for Pear Pop on TikTok? Yeah, Pear Pop. Okay, and did you ever get your money? No, 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 I didn't either. Um, so that's fun. Also, so they tried to get us to do they were like sixteen hundred dollars from Amazon if you ever like react to this like video for pair uh, pop, like for the future war. And the future war took the most liberty with time travel I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, it was they were like, they were like, okay, but first off, they made a they made a time travel machine and instead of traveling to the beginning of the war and stopping the thing from killing all of them and breeding they just decided to go 30 years in the back and grab people from the past 
to fight their war. And it was, it, they, they just like, and there were like, none of the things that were happening in the past were affecting the future. It was so ridiculous. They just played with times. Like everyone was like, this is a good action movie, but the, the things they did with time pissed me off. I was about to say, I, I definitely agree with that. Like, don't get me wrong. Every time something involves time in movies and TV shows, it, it always goes down that rabbit hole of being yeah. like crazy. Well, of course, with some exceptions who can do it very well, but in general, only one movie has ever done it well. It's just a very wonky um, thing to put in plot. But man, I was sitting Thanks. there asking all these questions like, well, yeah, why aren't, why aren't you guys going back in time just to stop the thing from happening? Why are you getting people from the past? Wouldn't that yep. let the people, wouldn't they die in the future? How do you exist? Like, say if you are the descendant of a person from the past and that person from the from the past dies, yep. do you still exist? Like, mm-hmm. all this, also like, all this technically, stuff I was thinking. Like, time is a flat circle. So anything that has ever happened has already actually happened. So, like, it was, it's just like, it's it's absolutely insane the amount of liberties they took with it. I was sitting there watching it with my girlfriend screaming at the screen. I was like, no, what was I? I'm going to say... That should be the question for the next stack em up. What's the best time? Like what movie captured time travel the best? Because I have a, I, that's a hot take. There's only one movie that did it. There's, I can, there's only like five. Technically there's two. Technically there's two movies that have done it correctly by the mechanics of quantum mechanics. And that's it oh, in my opinion. Oh, okay. There's Tenet. That's different. That's different. Tenet that's did different. a very good job with it. Um, and Interstellar. Then, um, Interstellar. That's it. Those are the but two if we're, in my we, opinion. The thing is, there's there's a line, right? Are we following like physics or are we following like, does it make sense in the film? Because I, I can think of five. Right. Now. I work I can in think of the about real world, too. sir. Okay. This is, we have, we have ideologies and theories about these things. Okay. Men have spent their entire lives dedicated to research on this matter. Just for Marvel to be like, oh, if you do something, it creates a branching timeline. That's bullshit. It's not how it works. Mizu, Mizu, Mizu. Before, before we get into actually like talking about the time stuff, I want to see like, what, <laughs> what, what, would be, what would be your uh, a preview of what your selection would be. Or, 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 or good movies. You know what? This is think. actually, this makes this week stack them up very important because, yeah. because now we're all vying for, well, have you guys seen Tenet? Yes, I have. Yes. Okay. Tenet is very good, but also my girlfriend was sitting there watching it with me. 30 minutes in, she was like, I don't get it. I'm done. Just went to sleep. And I was like, all right, no, that's fine. <laughs> like, oh, my but God. Yeah. Okay, so we have Tenet and Interstellar going to be hot ones. So what were you saying, Mizu? I was going to say that my one of my biggest hot takes when it comes to movies and TV shows doing time is that I feel like, in my opinion, and I might, I don't know, confuse or upset Nick with this one, I think the, the butterfly effect to a point is bullshit to a point. Because the one thing I always hated when um, every time, time is impossible, like, so. and the reason I'm saying that is because, like, for example, you have a you always notice that when you have a movie or TV show that involves time, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, you go back and you save your mom, your dad, or whatever. They're like, oh, once you save your mom or dad, oh, you, ever since you did that, the world went into cataclysmic chaos. Like, yeah, really? Because I saved my father, this happened. Yeah. Like that to me, like don't get me wrong, I was not saying that there aren't consequences. Like, oh, because you saved your dad. Um, your aunt died instead, like something happened yeah. instead. But some of them go so far to say like, oh, because you saved your mom, the all of California is in the ocean. Yeah, literally Australia like, is gone. We met, we, we lost Australia. It's like, kind yeah, of like the Flashpoint like, paradox. It's like the Flashpoint yes. paradox. No, uh, that, and, was, and, that was the only one I had an exception to because they made a, a, a good comment of like the whole, this like sonic boom, the equivalent of a time boom. I was like, eh, I mean, sure. Whatever. I mean, I get it. Everything's basically you said everything kind of shifted to the left. 
So I mm-hmm. said, I, I get that. I get that to a point. But you know besides, who actually did time? Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. Keep going. Um, besides that, I just like butterfly effect in movies, TV shows, and just like y'all, y'all do too much. I don't think I don't think yeah. time works like that either. Who did time travel very well was Vivian with the fluoride eyes. Um, most recent came out in the spring season. And essentially, and I actually subscribe to this theory of 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 time travel, at least backwards, because it's theoretically impossible. We can travel forward in time. We could do it tomorrow. We know how to do it. Um but backwards time travel, as far as we know, is impossible. But time is a river and traveling backwards throws a stone in it. And it like you create a ripple, but it won't change the general course of time. Uh, that's that's kind of the theory that I subscribe to. But yes, no, I'm also with you. Like just like unless like you go and like shoot Hitler in the head, like that's going to change things. But like like it, like and, and listen, if you have a time machine, go ahead and do it. But like if you just save your aunt from a fire, like that's not going to like sink Australia, you know. But all right. we That'll be next week. This week. Yes. We'll get to our stack them up. And ladies and gentlemen, you're looking at this week's winner. Thank you very much. I'll give you the clap. I'll give you the clap. clap. Necessarily close. You know, and this is important that I won because winner gets to go first. And I gave a little teaser for my choice this week. And you can see him on both of my co-hosts, t-shirts, sweatshirts, Right now, ladies and gentlemen, in this stack them up of best co-protagonists in the history of pop culture, ladies and gentlemen, there is no other choice but Kilawa. Some people would say he is the most invested co-protagonist in anime history, okay? Sasuke disappears for 75% of the show. Vegeta is somewhere in a hyperbolic chamber with his family or just on planet Vegeta, For a large part of Dragon Ball Z, is he always trying to emulate after Goku? But he's more of a rival than a crow protagonist. But can we get down to the best friends? To the Asta and Yunos? Okay, this is what I got with Gon and Kilawa. They're foils of each other. Get to the Chimera Antark. You get to see Kilawa become a human because he was raised a monster. But then you get to see Gon become a monster when he was raised a human they're foils of each other and it works perfectly they're best friends and it's adorable and if you want to look first off go look at hunter hunter old 90s manga covers you will see colder fits than what mizu is wearing right now but you got the york new fits this man has godspeed he's technically by the end of the anime stronger than the regular protagonist how often do you see that so yes my entry this week is none other than the prodigal son of the Zoldic family, Kilawa Zoldic, capable of pushing open 64-ton gates, running at 300 miles an hour, and ripping out hearts with one drop of blood. Jose, I believe you were in... No, Jose was in second. I'm gonna... I I, I got third. I know I got... I got. Did I get third? I think you I got remember. second. I think I got second? Oh, I, did, I was just fainting that I was asleep. Because, oh, I'm, oh. because because I'm going to win. I know who you're going to choose. Uh, I knew oh, who you were going to choose from oh, the rip. Oh, oh, I'm going to win this fucking round, baby. Uh, I don't know Dude. about that. I don't know if about we're that. Speaking, if we're speaking, if we're speaking an older anime, if we're you're choosing no, an older you anime. said you said pop culture and just in general, right? You're not mm. choosing Vegeta. No. Wow. Because I'm, I'm going for the win. I'm going for the win I this was, week. Oh my goodness. The, Are you going to choose Han Solo? No, 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 no. Because oh, okay. no. we said co-protagonist, which means like it's either the hero or the villain. Like, it could be the hero or the villain, right? Or or mixed yeah. between the lines. Well, I would say protagonist doesn't mean antagonist. That true, true, true. Well, that would change my answer. Do villains count? If it's like... Huh? And I say I would say yes because like if you have a villain who is like always within 
uh-huh, the, like head to head with the hero, with head to head with the main character, always in there every time the main character, like the Joker to the Batman the villain. Right? I would say, yeah, like I would definitely say, like Joker would. I would say the Joker is the co-protagonist of the Batman series. Yes. Okay, so I'm I'm still winning because I'm not picking the Joker. The answer to this question of who the best oh, co-protagonist is is in my frame, Darth Mother Effin Vader, bro. Darth Vader is the most iconic villain of all time with the best voice of all time. He's, He's also not half of the original trilogy. Darth Vader is the best co-protagonist. Like he has the most iconic plot twist in movie history. That's fair. He has Wait, the oh. most iconic lines probably in, 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 in the, in the saga. Yes. Misu, 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 Misu. I am what your you mother. I was going to say, say are, you, are, you, are you talking about specifically Darth Vader or are you talking about Anakin? Are they no, both the same? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Well, aside from the Clone Wars, no, it's Darth Vader. It is Darth, like every, like Obi-Wan you see the, si- just the silhouette, just the silhouette is in, just the, just the sound effect of him breathing gives people the chills. He's not in the entirety of episode okay. two. Okay, 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 okay. I'm, I'm sticking with Vader if, if it's a consensus oh, and we're off. not allowing that, no, then you I can will have change. Darth Vader. You can have Darth winning. Vader, sir. Mr. Big Bad oh, Vader, baby. That is a bold take. Good Big You're Bad Vader. You're wearing my choice. Big Bad Vader, bro. You're Big wearing right there. my choice. I'm standing on the bottom of the Lord of the Sith this right, is here. Hilarious. right here. You're both wearing my choice. Like that, if that's not an indicator of who's taking the W this week, I don't know what is. If people don't pick Vader, I will be very upset because that's probably <laughs> the best villain besides the Joker ever. So go. He's, got it. He's in 10 minutes of each of the show, except for the third one, because that's nope. mostly centered around him. When you think of iconic villains, who do you think of first? Hisoka. <sighs> really? He's not even the most important Joker. villain in Hunter Hunter. I think a Joker. I, I would say Darth Vader. Um, I would say Joker. Yeah, probably Darth Vader. Um, Dio. Dark side, Dio. Yeah. Okay, Mizu, right. Mizu, Mizu, your pick. All right. It's funny that you Bending mentioned the rules. Um, Star Wars, Jose. And um, I feel like y'all forget who is one of the best main side protagonists of all time. I was going to pick him. I was going to pick him. Day one. Ibaka. And yeah. it's God funny that you mentioned Darth yep. Vader because before he was Darth Vader, he was He's Anakin heard. Skywalker. Yep. And he had a person who's been at his side from the get-go who mm-hmm. was his master. Who mm-hmm. was that? Uh-oh. Obi-Wan Kenobi. I said Obi-Wan would have been a good... That was going to be my pick. That was going to be my pick. That was going to be my pick. Go, 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 go. Do it. Do it. Do it. Obi-Wan Kenobi has been with the main protagonist. And I will say that the main protagonist is Anakin Skywalker and Luke yep. Skywalker mm-hmm. from the get-go. He's been with yeah. Anakin since he was a young man. He's the one who helped him out. After his master died, he trained Anakin. He was there with him all the way through, from his good times to his hard times. Yep. And it's, it's even more poetic of their split because it shows how important Obi-Wan is. And, even, and here's another thing. He is also the mentor of the next protagonist, his son, Luke Skywalker, he is the one who teaches him and understand what he is. Yep, and, yeah. he is and he is the catalyst on why Luke does what he does. Yes. Also, one that, of the most yes, iconic get, deaths um, ever. What? One of the most iconic deaths ever. Exactly. The yes, you can get the, um, the teaching to Yoda, of course. But like, if it wasn't for Obi-Wan, he wouldn't do this in the first place. Yeah, he would have correct. been like, no, I'm going to stay on my farm, my moisture farm. I'm not getting involved in this space night nonsense. But um, and on top of that, you know, you are a good protagonist, a side protagonist 
if you alone can carry a show or a movie by yourself. You don't yeah, need facts. the main protagonist. Hey, he carried the he carried the prequels. Yeah, he carried. Yeah, you don't need him. In the, you don't need the main protagonist to be there. Obi Wan. One of the best. Some of the best parts of the Clone Wars series is when it's Obi Wan himself. It's just him, yeah. not Anakin. He is the one who runs the show. And on mm-hmm. top of that, you know you're a good side protagonist if you're getting your own Disney Plus show. Very as true. Well. Yep, yep, yeah, and yeah, that's the thing. When you got the kind of legs to be doing it 20 years after your, your prequels come out, now yeah. that's impressive. You and McGregor look fantastic. Listen, me, hey, Jose, I don't want to be disrespectful to you. No, that's no, better. from the Star Wars universe, that's a better answer. No, I was that's gonna, pick, I was gonna pick, and I was, I was gonna say, I was going to pick Obi Wan, but like the question was most iconic. And like when you think of like the first thing you think of when you find say me Star the Darth Wars, Vader TV show, no, 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 that that's that, but that's the thing. That's because of Ewan. That's because of the portrayal of the character. The Darth Vader is as fair. Unf- I'm David Prowse. May he rest in peace. Like he he was the physical manifestation of Vader. Yes, mm-hmm. but it's it's James Earl Jones. Like like that the the voice like that's the most iconic voice voice actor that I can think of. And like Mufasa, besides Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy, like Mufasa. Darth Vader, mm-hmm. like his voice, uh, like can send multiple generations into a frenzy. So that's why I was going to say like e- everything, like e- everything in terms of context within Star Wars points to Obi-Wan. So like that is the answer that like I'm, I'm, I support Mizu with that 100% because I agree. The thing is that like when you're speaking of like iconic co-protagonist, like if you look at, for example, the original poster for Star Wars, Darth Vader takes up half the poster. <laughs> True, like, like he's iconic. He's he is like Star Wars revolves around him. And like while I do think that his Anakin face is lacking, not because of hate. I'm gonna look this at the fucking camera straight. Not because of Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. It's because of the damn script. Sand should not be a quintessential argument for a Jedi. Okay. So when I think of Star Wars, but it is horse and it does get everywhere. Though. It do be, it do be like that sometimes. So yeah, it does, I, I, it's very small. I think this week it's going to be close, but I think, I don't think Kilo was in the ballpark, bro. If you, if you, if, <laughs> yeah, and I'll say this, and I'll say this from so the same universe. Kilo is a great character, but does, I hate to make the argument. <laughs> does he have his own show? I does. He, yeah, you would no. watch it without going. You would watch a Kilowa TV show and you know it. Also, he becomes way more centric in the manga because Gon loses his Nen. I'm also, imagine honest. imagine the adventures of Kilowa and Nanika. First of all, I'm, I have a video on my drafts right now saying Kilowa and Nanika could technically beat Goku in a fight, but that would be adorable. I would watch the. I, no, he doesn't have his own show coming up. Neither is Just Dater. I think, if I'm going to be honest, bro, I'm going to be honest, if you would have picked Vegeta or Pikachu, you would have had a better chance. <laughs> Oh, Pikachu would have been a good Pikachu doesn't talk. Pikachu, but he is a but he is like he does count as a character though. Ah, that's a good point. Pikachu keep, it, been keep, good. keep it keep in mind. You know would have been good technically. Too. Keep in mind, Pikachu is technically, technically a side character in his universe, just like one of hundreds of characters, and he's the face of the most successful franchise ever. He's right. Yeah, so he's my right think here. about it. There's a whole series called Detective Pikachu without Ash in it. Yeah, yeah, and video games and video games about Pikachu like only. <laughs> Let's go Pikachu. Let's go yeah. Pikachu is all about Pikachu. Are you also, changing your my answer? Main in Pokemon Unite. So are you, cha- are you changing your answer? <laughs> no, I'm not changing my answer because I'm confident that there's a lot of Hunter Hunter fans out there that'll boost my numbers up. 
more than so Vader and Obi Wan. I think guys, Mizu guys, is going to be red this. pill. If you're blue watching pill. this right now, Obi Wan Kenobi. That's alone should just tell you, like, yeah, I can't think of anyone who hasn't been quintessential like that in a while. Mizu, I'm just saying. Am your the father. actor who played Obi Wan didn't even <laughs> like the role. Okay. Okay. Hey, that Alec Guinness that loved original, his that, role. No. Oh no, no. He's talking about the original Obi Wan from the the original. Yeah. Yeah, so he, Alec, he, Alec Guinness, he regretted taking it. No way. I saw yeah. an interview yeah. where he said I saw an interview where he said like the, the experience was like fun for him. No, like he was like a very serious actor and he was like, I oh yeah, yeah I, I know that sci-fi bullshit. I, I know yeah, that, he, but like I mean he still he still picked up the bag. What the fuck are you gonna say, bro? Uh, right. The man, the man literally a kid came up to him asking for an autograph for him being Obi-Wan Kenobi, and he signed it but told him to get involved in better things. Yeah, yeah. So, Alec so, Guinness, why you do this, bro? There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Kilawa never was mean to a child, so I. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. So <laughs> that's the, Darth, Darth Vader so was kind of mean. Obi Wan would not do that. He loves children. Darth that's Vader fair. was kind of mean to some children. Kids. If we're being yeah, so promoted, basically, based on, based on <laughs> father of a, the year, he had a strong right. talking tree to a lot of group of children. Master yeah, Skywalker. exactly. They're everywhere. Not just the women, but the children. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you can find. You underestimate my power. You can find the post, the poll in <laughs> Jose's Instagram. The Tropical Joe on Instagram is about to get on. I'm, I'm, I'm Tropical, Tropical Joe. Joe. I'm sorry. Get your facts straight, bro. I got my hat now. What is I, the? And I'm. I. What are the, what words? So are those? I could only get I'm. Uh, for Instagram. No, what kind of words are those? Are they, those now? Those are adjectives? No, like I am. I'm, I know. Well, I, I know. What is? What kind of word is the? It's a. It's an article. I think. Article. It's so yeah. awesome. School is gentlemen. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay, that brings us to our next conversation. Since we talk about Star Wars. Yeah. Look, guys, I have a. I have an admission to you yeah. today. I got some barbecue today. Um, I had a couple of beers. I was out in the sun. I was enjoying myself. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to watch Bad Batch with with this little bit of buzz and this barbecue going. And you know what? I came to the realization that I think this show is just fun. I think it's just a fun show. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, when are we going to get a plot tie in? And then I was like, why am I so desperate for a plot tie in? I was like, I'm having a building, like I'm having stories being told in a universe I love and appreciate with like likable characters. And I was like, why am I so desperate for a plot tie in here? Like I'm legitimately like I check in for the show on a weekly basis because I enjoy it, you know? Yeah, I agree. Am I alone there? Or I mean, so what did you guys think of this episode's week? Because like this this week's episode, because we didn't get anything in terms of plot moving forward. Nah, no, we didn't really get anything in terms of plot. Um, that, yes, not enough to like, oh, like, okay, this is, we're, remember this episode kind of stuff. Like, yeah. this is going to pay out in the future, possibly. But um, I definitely would agree with you on that. Because at first I was sitting here like, yeah, where is the tie-ins? Like, where is this show going? But then I did sit back for a second. I was just like, you know, we don't really get a lot of good Star Wars content. Right. And we, we will, and every time we did possibly get one, if they always like pre-cancel, like they always cancel before I even get started. Like there yeah. was supposed to be a whole show for like Django and all that stuff, but it never oh, happened. So Same thing with Star Killer. But what? Also, anyway, so cool. Um, my he point was is the that, final yeah, we, boss. You had to fight him as Darth Vader. Like that's how strong Star Killer was. Yep. He needs and a show. Honestly, 
I was thinking to myself that, yeah, like this is now, is it a very impactful series? Not really. Like in the grand scheme of the Star Wars universe, it doesn't really do a lot to like remember. Like it does. There's a little cool tie ins a little bit. Like there's some tie ins Mm -hmm. to Rebels, there's some tie ins to the Clone Wars TV shows. Um, But besides that, there's no big tie in. But at the same time, it is a solid show. Yeah. It's a solid show through and through. Well, until we get, we still we have three episodes left, but so far, um, it's pretty like it's pretty solid. I wouldn't say it's like quintessential Star Wars stuff. You must see it. No, it's not. It's it is not. something you could watch on the side if you want to deepen your Star Wars like knowledge and lore and stuff like that. If you're a big fan, yeah, I feel like it's 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 you know it's not it's not Rogue One by any means. It's not like oh my goodness, this is tying into the plot and it's so well done. It's it's a perfect story. It's more like Solo. It's like a fun story being told in the Star Wars universe. You know, it's that that's what I would equate it to at least. What, Jose? I'm just thinking because like, I agree. I, I, I agree with what Misu and you are saying. Uh, the thing is that like, we also have to keep in mind that compared to other Star Wars shows, especially animated, it's a, like it, it, like, the, it, like an episode is just a drop in the bucket. So for example, uh, for context, uh, most of the seasons for the co- the Clone Wars were over 20 episodes. So it was like 22, oh, yeah. 22 for a few of them, 20 for one. And then like, I think the last season was like tw- 13, 12, something like that. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But like most of 70 the- episodes total. Yeah. Think, so like, like it's so, so around roughly 20 episodes a season or more. So like we're getting 16 and, and some, for example, some of the episodes in Clone Wars, you really like they were they could be classified as filler like they, they yeah. they're just like they're just there to like a, a a cool story to showcase right and so i think that they're building up to something in the last two episodes that could be cool like for example having a reveal that for example like uh somebody kidnapped uh and and like trained omega or something like that like in secret uh That'd be sick. It, it, it could be, it could be cool cuz like the the only thing that i don't particularly enjoy that much about star wars is that like when you explore something super super cool in the past and you have such an expansive lore for like the future uh and like you don't see these characters at any point in the original material you're like fuck they have to die at some point like yeah because they don't or they don't just influence. like fuck off to a far corner yeah. of space because like for example if i see omega become like force sensitive doesn't well she's either gonna die <laughs> when, yeah. when when Darth Vader like it does the Inquisition or like she, she's just gonna like fuck off to like a planet like it's well, like Darth Vader's Inquisition is like pretty well covered in the books true you know? true but but at the same time like we're not gonna we're not gonna get every story like in a in, in its own show like the, it's like yeah. for example Rogue One like I loved every single most of the characters in Rogue One they're all gonna mm-hmm. die like we're gonna oh, have they have to and like for example, we're getting a uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Diego Luna played him. Uh, fuck the light um, guy, um, the pilot. Arno, something like that. Something. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you're talking about. I know you. Yeah, talking about. yeah. So like the main, the main, the main love interest for the the protagonist of Rogue One. I just forgot the character's name, but Diego Luna plays him. Um, he's gonna get his own show. Bodhi apparently, Rook? no Rook. No, the just name the characters from Rogue One if you're googling it. Jyn Erso uh, is the is the is the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Uh, just look up like Jyn Erso, like whatever. The point is, he's gonna get a show, and he's just like a random side character. I mean, we could, if we're gonna do that, I would have I would have wanted a, a Cassian, a, a Cassian Andor. So like yeah. he's he's gonna get he's gonna get his own show. I would have rather had a Mace Windu show, bro. Like the fuck, 
Like a nice window show, dude. Sad. Having oh, Sam hey. Jackson make it R rated just to let him throw fucks around hey. all day long. <laughs> people, like, I'm, I'm telling y'all this right now. Me so go heavily sleep on how powerful and incredible Mason as a character is. First of all, yeah. y'all, here's a little real little thing that people don't know. Yoda does not actually run the Jedi Order. He is it's just the grandmaster who looks over the education. The person who actually runs the Jedi Order was Mace Windu. He mm-hmm. is the person who runs it. People think that Yoda is the one who did it. No, he was at one point, but he gave it the position to Mace Windu, and he just became the overall teacher of the Jedi Temple. But besides that, Mace Windu is the leader, and he is incredibly powerful. And it would have been great to have a show either about his upbringing or possibly he could have survived because yeah. it's possible for him to survive. But what happened to him? He could have lived. Even Dude. even Samuel Jackson is writing that chain. Like, you know what? The way I went out, yeah, I could have lived. Like, yeah, you got his arms cut off, right? I saw a promotional <laughs> picture. I saw a promotional picture for when The Mandalorian was, like, going to cat like, the like who was going to show up like who grogu was contacting and i saw yeah. this picture i don't know if you guys can see it look at how fucking baller mace windu looks like with his oh, with his dead that eyes looks dude if, if mace windu would have been like all scarred up and be like like what like welcome to the force bitch like <laughs> yeah. no dude that no, would have been hear baller no hear me out like if they did a mace windu show with the, like the mandalorian if they could have a mandalorian tie-in because mind you mace windu killed boba fett on Boba Fett's father, Jango Fett. Can you yep. imagine the interaction with those two? Like, oh, you killed my father, and Mace Windu yeah. is just like, and I don't apologize for that. Yeah. Your father like, was a piece, like your father was a piece of, cri- of a piece of shit. So <laughs> yeah. like, and, and think um, about that, it, an cool unapologetic dynamic. Sam Jackson, like angry that Anakin, like for, technically the two strongest Jedi of all time, jumped him. Well, two strongest living Jedi in his era jumped him and it took a surprise attack to take him down like that to speak to how, how strong he was but like yeah that would be absolutely incredible go me you know, there's too you many know you're, motherfucking you know you're a badass on jedi. this motherfucking no. battle star <laughs> <laughs> you you know you're a badass jedi if even in the novels that said that even insidious the emperor himself was worried about he could he said that if anakin didn't show up mace windu could have killed him he wasn't That's playing. And another thing is that he wasn't playing it up to like, oh, try to fall. Oh no, I've been defeated. Oh no, that sucks. But like, no, he was getting his ass whooped, and yeah. he was thankful that Anakin showed up at the time that he did. But um, besides that, like Mace Windu overall, plus he also so teetered on the dark side himself because some of his yeah. force abilities te- like um falls on the dark side. But he tries to use that power in the form of good. That could have been a whole cool subject matter that he could have dealt with if it was a show i think disney that needs to do dope. i think disney needs to, like just to, to, to as a as a as a recommendation right i am a i am a disney fanboy all the time you know like mm-hmm. I, I i i do like your shit bro mickey mouse the thing is that like think about it if you set up so many of these characters that people like people absolutely love sam jackson and he doesn't mm-hmm. do. He doesn't even have to do like the the stunts anymore. Just have him be the Alec Guinness, bro. He's he's yeah. over seven years old, I think. Sam Jackson. Just have him no. be like the stoic. Just have him be the stoic, mm-hmm. force sensitive god that like you could ha- you could have made Luke Skywalker be. So the mm-hmm. thing he's seventy two, bro. He looks six, yeah. he looks fifty. He looks fifty. He bro. looks fantastic, dude. And think about it, like. If it, it, it technically it makes sense because like for example and that this is my biggest take. <laughs> this this is gonna be this is gonna be like my my biggest take 
we still don't know if Ahsoka is alive by the end of the uh, the the sequel trilogy. Because when when the Jedi are speaking to Rey, Ahsoka and Mace Windu both speak to her. But we don't. People were thinking, is Ahsoka dead? Like, is it official? Like, force do you, do yeah. you have to be a? For- That's the big question that Disney has to answer. Do you have to be a force ghost to communicate through the force? Because Both if of you to assume Disney's going to answer those questions, they should because they have an Ahsoka show coming up, live action with Rosario oh. Dawson playing her. Yeah, that's what I I'm saying. Aware of this, Rosario Dawson, like the way that they set up. Uh, did you did you finish watching The Mandalorian? Yeah. So you you know like like she basically like just decided to leave the sh- show at one point. Like she, they just yeah. didn't talk to her. But that's a setup to her show. Like there's going to be a Rosario Dawson. That's uh, dope. Like it's going to be lit. And that's, that's what I'm saying. Like they have to explain what the hell happens to Ahsoka because if Ahsoka can talk to Ray through the force being alive, you can make a red con for Mace Windu. You can make a red con for Mace Windu. You don't even have to red con it. Like we didn't it's say not explain. You don't it's have not to red con it he, because like, again, the way Mace Windu went out, you can make the argument that he could be alive. Yeah. We didn't see him die. We saw him get thrown like, out the window and we saw him before. get thrown out the window, but he's a force user. Like, it's not the end of the world for a force user. Connecting it to even this, like we've seen Cad Bane get thrown out of places and be like, "Oh, where's he going? He fucked up." Yeah. fighting a Jedi in the Clone well, he's Wars. Got yes, but like in the Clone Wars, there's moments where like he's thrown off, thrown off a ledge, bro. Mace Windu. No, no, not Mace Windu. Jesus, I was gonna uh, say Darth Maul, bro. Darth Maul just like got cauterized and he thrown out a half. shaft, and he's yeah, the best say, character in the Clone Wars. Back, being cut in half, Mace Windu yeah. could come back. <laughs> He Come just took on, some force lightning to the force lightning to the face, right? Like nothing, nothing else happened to him. Oh, it was his arm, like his arm, his arm. Yeah, but that's oh, it, bro. Luke, Luke yeah. Skywalker has a, a two arms, bro. Yeah. Look. yeah, that's totally fine. Okay, wow. Here, I don't know how we got here, but I'm happy that we did. Mace yes, Window TV show, <laughs> make it. He's seven. He's literally. So I, I texted Jose, or I no, I did. I was talking to my girlfriend. Now I'm confusing Jose and my girlfriend. That's fun. Um, I texted my girlfriend because Maggie Q. And one of her favorite, one of her favorite actors and Samuel Jackson are making a movie coming out in August called The Protégé made by the same people who made Casino Royale and John Wick. And it looks like John Wick with Maggie Q and Samuel L. Jackson. And it looks awesome. And I was like, I was like remarking it. I was baffled that he was 72 because I was like looking at him in the trailer and he looks 54 at the oldest. But then again, he was in Pulp Fiction in the 90s and he was probably in his late 30s then so Bro, yeah bruce that's... willis is 66 i could i mean come on bruce, bruce no willis way. is 66 bro like it's ridiculous oh my god everyone's so old that's crazy Dude, han solo well, harrison ford harrison ford like is that kind of person that like you see him age and it's like he just doesn't go like a fuck he'll just look yeah he'll just he leaned into it he'll just look like 70 forever he is like 79 he's almost about to be senile and he still looks like he can and he's still do- flying airplanes into the ground he can still we need be to take that man's movie. airplane license yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's incredible that's crazy okay wow Wow, it's a lot, a lot, a lot to break down in Star Wars today. Okay, but we also had an episode of MHA this week, ladies and gentlemen. And if we're being real, it was one of my favorite episodes of MHA in a long time. And it didn't do anything reinventing the wheel in terms of action, in terms of plot development. But I think one of the most divisive conversations in anime today, right now, and certainly the realest conversation you can have around MHA revolves around the Todoroki family. I 
really, really enjoy the way that MHA is tackling this. Because this, if we're being real, the topics that they're dealing with are fucking minefields. We are dealing with parental abuse and whether or not it is forgivable. Like we are dealing with protege expectations. We are dealing with overexpectant fathers who are overexpectant for others, but absentee for it's, it's a combination of so many things. And as someone who grew up fatherless, it is, it resonates so deeply with me. So I, I, I'm really, really liking the way they're doing it because they're, they're managing to make Endeavor a sympathetic character while simultaneously showing that the children don't have to forgive him. Like it's not, and, and there is some people out there who are like Endeavor deserves a second chance. And there's people more in my camp who say he doesn't, he's had millions of second chances. Every day is a second chance. Um, but I think they're doing a really good job of not just leaning on Endeavor and being like, he's the number one hero. He deserves the forgiveness and all of this. And like, and, and, and they're making it nuanced. They're leaving it up to the individual viewer. What about you, Mizu? I definitely agree. I've been waiting for this to get animated so we can see how they handle it. Um, I do like how they did the subject matter. And the part I do, I hate to say it, it was kind of funny that they kind of wrapped in Deku and Bakugo in the whole thing. And, those, and you can feel the tension at the dinner table when they're We've just like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. like, oh, Natsu also helped um, cook a little bit. He said, yeah, I, I put a little bit more spice in it, but I was trying to see if dad was going to correct it and say if it was wrong as per usual. And Bucky yeah. go and Deku's face was like, <laughs> and um, Endeavor's just like, oh, I didn't really notice. And and he's like, you know what? Natsu's like, you know what? I'm done for the day. I even showed up, so that's good enough for me. I'm yep. leaving. And then their pants back to Deku and Bakugo, like, <laughs> is it okay to keep eating? Is it? Because here's the thing. We've all been there before. We've all been at a friend's house, and, like, the family starts fighting, and you're like, I'm, I'm just going to eat in the corner over here. You know? It's yeah. just, like, it's, it's the worst feeling on earth. But, like, also, Jose, I'm excited to see. Because here's the thing. Bakugo has had some great plot development this season and it all just disappeared this episode um, <laughs> because because he was literally like they're they're dealing with like this abusive family and this dynamic. And we find out that Bakugo knows about it because he heard Todoroki and Endeavor talking about it at the um, Todoroki. I know he they heard Todoroki and Deku talking about it at the sports festival. And he just kicks in the door and he's like, you guys should know not to talk about sensitive like subjects while you have like guests over. It's rude and all of this and all of this. And he's just yelling at these people for like having like terrible family drama that they're trying to fix. So yeah, Bakugo took a step back. I mean, besides that, I mean, am I surprised? A whole lot. No, my no. Face, am I surprised? No. No, but the part I was kind of find funny is that when, when he did that and that's just like, oh man, like gotcha, like relax. But if I can make step in for a minute, I just want to yeah, say, yeah. like, he was, yeah. just dead, was just like, that's messed up. Anyway, I do think y'all should have this conversation. Yeah. He was, like, he was like, he was like, I see where you're going. Let's package it nicer. All right. He was like, <laughs> and here's the Todoroki is a very nice person. And I think he is going to end up forgiving Endeavor in the end. I think that's, you know, if we're talking like cutesy anime, like tropes and that's kind of things, like the family's all going to come together and it's going to be happy. But like, I is do it? like, do you don't think so? I, I just posed a question. I didn't say I, anything else. <laughs> I, I don't want it to. I, I am I am with Natsu. I'm with Natsu. I, I don't, like I said, like every single day is a second chance. And he's had thousands of, the thing is just because he's now trying to fix it doesn't mean he couldn't have done that 10 years earlier. Doesn't mean he couldn't have done it 
we like, you know, the second time he was going to abuse a child. So like that, that's where I come from personally. So I'm with Natsu. Like, it's like, you can want, like everybody wants family. That's why I'm cosplaying as Dom Toretto right now. Everybody wants family. The power of family will make you omniversal. But like, <laughs> you just, you just, you just like, sometimes it's not worth it. Sometimes it's just like, you can't give that person a thousand chances. And and so I, I think they're doing a fantastic job with it. And I'm excited to see it. A lot of people, so I made a video about it today and everyone's like, wait until next episode. So apparently there's some heat on the horizon. I know I'm that a, face. I'm going to just say that Dom Toretto is a better surrogate father than Goku was as an actual father. Well, and that's going to be my hot take. What do you mean? Dom Toretto has literal children. Yeah, I know, but There's I an actual job. But family. Like, you know, the, oh. the group family. Like yeah. Dom Toretto takes better care of Ludacris and Ludacris. the rest of his crew then, yeah, than then Goku, Goku takes care of his on. fucking crew. Like his, nah, yeah. nah. That's fair. I mean, technically, if we're being real, Goku and, and Dom Toretto are about equal strength after that chain pull oh. we can see. So, oh. so I saw Ludwig did a really funny thing. He did two truths and a yeah. lie. Yeah. And it was, it was a guy who did, hadn't seen Fast Nine. He was like, Dom Toretto crashes into a fence post, uses that the wire to catapult to the <laughs> other side and survives. Uh, pulls down chains to kill fifteen men in a her, like her, Herculean display of strength, and or, survives and survives. Oh yeah, and survives. And or Ludacris goes to space in a in a in a Pontiac. And he was like, which one is the lie? And the guy chose like, I think he chose number two or something. Uh, he was like, all of them were true. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's family in a nutshell. But yes. So Fierro in space. <laughs> it was a good movie. It was a good, you enjoyed it. So apparently we're going to have more to talk about next week. But at the moment, not a whole lot to talk about outside of would you forgive Endeavor or wouldn't you? Yep. I'll say that that's, they're, they're getting into the, the part. I guess like a good portion of um, my hero fans dread is the whole for, forgive to forgive or to not forgive arc of endeavor. And uh, I think, I think it's an interesting arc because it, I mean, it is, there's no right answer. There's genuinely no, there no right answer. No, there isn't. Like, again, like you're like, you're in the school of thought, like with not to not forgiving him. I'm the school of thought of the big sister to forgive him, but like, but not like forgive and forget, like forgive, yeah. but, hold accountable keep that way. there yeah like you took our childhood from us you know because you because you were were pushing us to these extremes but yeah so i mean we'll have more to talk about next week but for the moment uh we got a little masters of the universe we got we got he-man in the uh in the notoriously homoerotic outfit shown at many many pride festivals how was it gents tell me i don't <laughs> I, the thing is, the thing is, I want to talk about it because I'm kind of disappointed. Not disappointed. Like it's okay. It's a departure. It's a lo- okay. I'll I'll describe it. I'll describe it's it. It's a love like, story. It's it's no. It's a love letter. Yeah. To the people I'm that sorry, grew man. up in the '80s watching uh, he, uh the Masters of the Universe, you will get everything. Every character like nostalgia. There's actually different versions of 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 different characters. For example. Uh, Cringer, which is actually absolutely like the worst name to name your battle cat. Uh, yeah, it's not great. Talks, I mean, but like talks. cringe wasn't a thing back then. True, but like for example, Cringer talks in this series, and and in the original series, I don't think Cringer like talked that much. It was just no, battle. He cat. doesn't. He it does was just battle cat, like a roar, and that's it. Like battle cat was just badass. In this case, like Cringer is like the the cowardly lion in the Wizard of Oz. In this case, type type of deal. Uh, you also have 
Prop the I'll say the biggest thing going for this show is the voice, the cast. Holy mother of pearl. So you have Lena Headley, who plays Cersei in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. You have the dude that played Sir Davos from Game of Thrones. You have Kevin Conroy. You have Mark Hamill. You also have uh, uh, the dude from, oh my God, I forgot his name. I, I, you have the amount of, of, of A-lister voice actors in this show is insane. The script is an, a, a total pun fest. It's just pun after pun yeah. after pun. It's just like, imagine like a filler episode of anime in terms of like that style of dialogue Yeah, for f- like the entire show. And I'm like, oh God. I feel like it's like Clover Clips as a TV show. You know, the last, like the last like 30 seconds of Black Clover where they're like, they have like all the characters like hang out and like yeah. they're all like talking and it's like animated. I feel like from what you've described, it's like that. They're like, look, all the characters are here. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is awesome. They're all hanging out, you know? I finished, I finished the show. So I know the plot twist and like the action, like the setup for the, the, the future second Gale season. has skin. No, 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 don't say it. Yet. No, I haven't. Did I nail it? No, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm not. That's what I'm gonna say. So, like, since I watched the entire show and I know the plot twist and I know that, like, the, the, the setup for season two is good, I want to know Mizu's thoughts up to episode four. So, one thing I'm not gonna lie, I already went in kind of being iffy about the series, like, oh, you're bringing back a show from the 80s now and how they're gonna do it, how they're gonna set it up. And I would say that I was present, pleasantly surprised. And I like the direction they took. I like how they took the two most quintessential characters of the series and they were taken out. And we see what life is like without them and things of that nature. I like how some characters do a 180 or change. Like, oh, this character used to be like the, like the main man. And now he's not, or this character was a villain and now is not, or vice versa. I like that whole, I like how they did that and how magic was like quintessential to Eternia and it's gone. And now we see mm-hmm. the repercussions of like that, of that. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it gave me, not in a bad way, it gave me like um, a watered down, and don't take this as an insult for those who may have liked it, like it gave me a watered down version of Castlevania, like the, the, in a sense of like, oh, okay. they are, showing different characters what's going on how they interpret what's been going on with the quintessential event um on top of that i will say that yeah the puns i thought the puns were intentional because uh, like yeah. there were so many puns <sighs> that Too i many. feel like they knew that they were doing that because like when i think they were poking fun that it was an 80s show so they're yeah. gonna put in um those puns like oh this there's like this group of fish like people and um, they're fighting them they're like oh i guess you're a fish out of water and the part I did like is that one of them said that, but the rest of them looked that. at them like, no, there's the rest of them looked at them and was like, really? You said that? Like, <laughs> hey, like you really just said that. Like, yeah. But um, I feel like they know. You. Yep. I feel like they know that, yeah, the puns are there. I think they're doing it on purpose to a point. Um, with that being said, one thing I also like, I like how they're explaining more of the lore behind the, mm-hmm. um, the, lore, uh, the lore behind the show and everything. And I'm not going to lie, this might sound, people might get a little upset with this. I also like the fact that the person, Grayskull, they explained that Grayskull's a person. Yeah. Grayskull, the castle, Castle Grayskull is named after an individual, the magic, everything, how the sword itself was wielded by a man named Grayskull. And I also like the fact that, I'm going to be honest, I also like the fact that he's a black man. 
He's her. And he's voiced by one of the, the iconic, most black voices of all time, the Allstate man. I don't know his real name, but Dennis the guy who does Haysburg. Allstate, are you a good hands? Yeah. He voices the um, Gray Skull himself, and I think that was amazing. I, I totally agree. Dude, the, ca- the cast is ridiculous. Like even dude, Kevin Michael uh, Richardson is in the, fr- yep. it's, it's beast man. And I, I, what I was going to say is that Mer- the, even like the most punny, like, like side villain, like Merman, that's Kevin Conroy. Like that's Batman voicing yep. like a, a, a random ass villain, bro. Wait, for really? real? Dude, Merman, who, when you, if you see it, like the most random ass villain that like, just like submissive and then just like get people from point A to point B. That's literally one of the most iconic voice actors in history. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, How do you bro. Just, just rope in Kevin Conroy for like, hey, we need Dude, like 10 the, minutes of audio. The you. thing is, all of them grew up with it. Like they have a, they have a little uh, after you finish the show, by the way, uh, Mizu, there's like a little uh, 24 minute uh, like mini documentary where Ke- Ke- okay. Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith is like the, the co-producer or co-creator of I the saw show. That. Yeah. Yeah. And like he, it's a love letter to like the 80s, like cartoon lovers. And like, for example, when the, uh, when they talk to uh, Lena, Lena Headey, who plays Cersei in Game of Thrones for those, just to contextualize. She was, oh, crazy. Dude, they, they literally ask her, like, why did you say yes? And they're like, dude, because I grew up with He-Man. I grew up with yeah. Masters of the Universe. And like, who wouldn't take it? All of them, all of them said yes. And even like Mark, when they talked to Mark Hamill, it's like, bro, like I loved, I just loved the quirkiness of, of, uh, of, of Skeletor when I was growing up. So that was really fun. Dude, dude like even just getting the, the the visceral fact that like multiple generations of people like just love like it's not like star wars where there's like people that hate it people that love it like just most of the people that have seen or that knew of masters of the universe are like excited to see this show because it's like oh shit this was badass in the did 80s. your dad like it yeah my dad has my dad hasn't seen it but just to keep the just to contextualize like how much like how much how big this was in in like the 80s my dad like doesn't like speak that much english he named his dog Shira, which is like, <laughs> which is like, Shira is like the original, uh, like, like you, you could say like love interest, I guess, for He Man. Like, I, I guess, like Shira, Shira is like the Wonder Woman of this, like this series. She doesn't show up because they show they 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 chose to have, um, it, what's what was her name? Alina? I forgot her name. Like, it was was it Alina? I um I believe so. I Plus, um, Shira has her own series that did very yeah. well. Yeah, so like she, she like the, the actual show is led by uh, very powerful women, which is really cool because they like subverted everything like of the macho. Absolutely. Like, so I, and every sing, I, that's that's one thing that I will say. Every single like female character was like like no flaws, like or or very little flaws in terms of like the the their their character. And I I at one point said, bro, they're just carrying the show. Because like Orko is just a quirky sorcerer, and then you mm-hmm. have Master at Arms, who's just like trying to get like a former connection with his daughter. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's like yep. it's all female led, and it's all cool. Because Anda, Anda, Anda is my standout character. Like the engineer, she was she was baller in my opinion. So um, overall, I would say for um, yeah. for me, it was definitely um, Evil Lynn. For yeah, me. I mean, yeah, Lena Lena's just baller, bro. Uh, I would say Nick, if you want to see it. I think you just have to go at it like it's Fast Five or no worse. Okay, think about it as a mix of Mortal Kombat and and Fast Five. You just go, uh, go along for the oh. ride. Oh, just just go okay. along for the ride. Just go along for the ride. 
because the animation Listen, is good. I, I, I get into everything just for the ride. Okay, I don't. True. I don't go into anything with expectations. True. That's why I love most stuff. Dude, I, I would say the animation, and I want to get Mises' rating on this, like so far before I've seen animation. I rated it, I think, like a seven point five out of ten because some area, like some areas, it does look like super like jumpy and not super this smooth. Is definitely the people who did Teen Titans. Yeah, it's that kind of vibe. Then like voice acting, a hundred out of ten. Like oh, wait. for freaking insane. Yes. Young Justice. I'm sorry, Young Justice. Okay, that. So yeah, so so animation. Above average, you're not gonna get a seven deadly sins scenario where just like seven deadly yeah. frames. I hope not. Yeah. So you 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 get good effects, good action, great score, uh, great voice acting. The story's kind of ass, and the script is kind of ass. That's the that's my pick. That's my pick. So Mizu, give me your rating. Thirty second um, review I, with Jose. I definitely agree with um the animation. I liked it a little bit. Um, I definitely would say it's like a it's not bad. Like it's it's a step above um like it's it's kind of so similar to young um young justice as you said yeah. but it's like a step down from you know castlevania oh so okay. like you're not getting you're not getting castlevania type animation in the um mass universe but it still holds up um voice acting again fantastic you got all these people like i, I still ever, ever since you just said it out loud the fact that circe from game of thrones is the voice of evil lynn and i kept hearing it in my head like that's circe talking like that's she's She's in this show. Oh my god! But um, voice acting fantastic. Um, I haven't seen the last episode, so the plot so far um seems okay. Like it's not like groundbreaking anything like that. It's um it's pretty solid. Um, I'm gonna just say I'm, the last wait, can ten minutes. The, the last ten minutes of the show, or five. The last five minutes of the show was fucking baller. And that's all. That's all I'm gonna say. <clears throat> okay. So can I, can I play a game? Yes, sir. Okay, guess the Rotten Tomatoes score. 49%. You got the Mizu? 51. Okay, technically, Jose, you were closest. 94. 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Guess the oh, IMDb score. What the fuck? Guess, guess the IMDb <laughs> score. Uh, five. 4.7. Oh, shit. 49%. So Rotten Tomatoes legitimately just... calling it. Rotten Tomatoes yes. is like, this is a masterpiece. 49% of people on Google liked it, 4.7 on IMDb. It has 2.3 stars on, on, on Google reviews. Damn. Yeah. I don't know. getting also, a season two. No. Well, that's the thing. Like Rotten Tomatoes, how, how is there that big of a difference? How is Rotten Tomatoes like, this is a masterpiece? And Google reviews is like, everybody, like all fans are like, this is awful. The thing is, Rotten I, Tomatoes, I think it's an aggregator, right, Meizu? It's an aggregator of scores between like, like, uh, like certified, uh, publications, mm -hmm. reviewers, and then so they take some consideration from like fan people, right? Yeah, clearly it's not much like that. Um, and I think also because I wouldn't say all, but like I, I'm not trying to show the age demographic. I feel like a lot of people in the age demographic for around tomatoes tends to be a little bit older. Fair. Mm -hmm. Um, not not saying that's big or huge, but like it is a little bit older people who are on there. So I wouldn't be surprised if like more than half of them were fans of E-Man. Just like, the oh, old yeah, heads. Just the old heads. They're all so, just oh, yeah. like, it's about e time. They brought that back. back. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Run that shit back one time. <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. And then, and then, all right. Guess the oh, Rotten Tomatoes. One thing score. I, I want to say real quickly is that I like okay. the setup for what they're doing. And the, the reason mm -hmm. I say Castlevania a lot, because it's short, just like Castlevania, saying a couple episodes, and then they're going to, 
I think that's what I think that's I think that's possibly the direction they might be going with him, man. With with that being said, can you imagine? And I was telling my wife about this. Can you imagine if they did Thundercats this way? Oh, dude, the thunder the Thundercats would absolutely destroy today. People would love Thundercats. Oh, yep, yep. Okay, Thundercats are the what? Yes, what? The, the, one thing that I was talking about, like we're talking about, like bringing things back in a new way, dude. Did you guys get that freaking trailer? Did you guys see the trailer? I think it was this was a few years ago, or like a couple, uh, or this was a while ago. They released a trailer for like an R-rated Power Rangers uh, reboot, where like uh, the dude that plays Tommy is Lord Dracon, because like there's there's comics where like there's a an injustice yes, type I know deal. That comic book series. Yeah, there's an injust there's an injustice style Power Rangers a scenario where uh, the Green Ranger never me. gives up the the Green Ranger never gives up its power, and it's like this dictator Tommy. And like he literally executes Rangers, and like it's like it's so. And and the dude that plays Tommy Oliver did a trailer for it, or like a a spot for it for like just hyping people up, and people were like, like yo. a fan made trailer kind and, of thing. And, and, and he and it was like, yo, if this thing were to pop into Amazon Prime or Netflix today, I would binge it all day. Here's all the thing, day. though, we've already brought back Power Rangers. They did it like two years ago. That's it no, but sucks. here's the thing. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. be honest with you. They have brought back Power Rangers, but a lot of the, I'll say, the American, recently American Power Rangers have just been lackluster. They yeah. haven't been like they don't stand out to me enough, or at least in my opinion, they don't stand out enough. Now, if you go back to Japan, mm-hmm. where it originates from, a lot of them to this day, like I like how they take more serious issues. They talk about serious things, like more Power Rangers die in the Japanese version than the American. Oh yeah, version. yeah. Um, things happen and hearing that and I like how they have a whole comic about you know Tommy one of the quintessential Power Rangers of the whole entire American version of the franchise mm-hmm. go down this dark path like Superman and Injustice yeah that that right there I would watch that just like Jose I would binge that I would love to see the Power Rangers go down this dark path that we've been waiting for them yes, to go sir. down the path. dude because it makes That'd sense like you're giving teenagers you're giving teenagers literally like god level powers like you, you something needs to happen <laughs> might as well chat on it that's crazy dude that would be sick that'd be super super cool all right cool um and then guess the rotten tomato score on masters on of the snake universe Ice. no snake Ice. oh snake eyes i'll say i'll say 42 i'm gonna go with 60 jose you're fucking clairvoyant <laughs> how exactly 42 <laughs> exactly wow. 42 Jesus, no way. you just got dyslexia on the first one. You would have gone two for two. That's terrifying. <laughs> wow. Uh, technically, though, Snake Eyes is a better IMDb score than Masters of the Universe. So, well, that we'll sucks, though. Fan, Damn, dude. What is the fan reviews, um, audience review of Snake Eyes, though? Uh, 88% of people like this movie. That's the thing, bro. Like, you bring back stuff that the audience will like, but none of the critics will, will like, which means that it'll it'll just flop because like for example one of the biggest things that i also wanted to talk to you guys about black widow after the first weekend is was an absolute flop like the, like yeah. box yeah, office wise yeah. box office wise it's a phew, like like disney just put up jungle cruise it's like bro let's let's get on the next one which and, also like is anyone asking for another dwayne dwayne the rock johnson vehicle like <laughs> like i'm sorry like i like i like hey. yeah he's a great actor he's fun but like for being real like you're, i'm not going to see jumanji for the rock okay i'm not going to see hobbs and shaw for the rock okay like, true i'm what i'm gonna say is speaking but before we get into catching up and finishing off because obviously 
Nick, we do have to get back to our ranked fucking matches in Pokemon. Uh, I'm going to say we do oh, have a major, major, major casting news uh, that I wanted to cover with both of you. Because I know Misu's up to date with this, but I wanted to get your opinions, Nick. First thing, yes. you, were, you were talking about the quintessential American machismo, right? All that shit. Mm -hmm. Henry Cavill, our British macho I was say he's man. British. Who's yeah, playing like, yeah. Superman, who, who played Superman R.I.P. Which I, still doesn't he, sit right with me. It is reported that he met in person with Marvel representatives in London. Misu, who would you have him play in the MCU? Yo, Henry Cavill in the MCU. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. At first, when I heard that he was going to be in it, I, I kind of saw him as um, Captain Britain. The original Captain Britain, not the one that what they're going to okay. do the What If series, but like, because for those who don't know, like he is, people are just instantly think of like, oh, he's basically Captain America, but for Britain, like, but no, but the difference is that his powers are based off of magic, not a super, not a science. He, mm -hmm. his whole thing is based off of mythology, um, King Arthur type stuff that could have been pretty cool to see. So I could have seen him as um, Captain Britain. I also could have seen him as um, Hercules. Mm. Or, um, for like Thor Love and Thunder because I heard people were talking about him possibly being in that and being playing Hercules that would have been sick um, I'm trying to think there's, there's like one more character that I can see him playing I see him as the Beyonder bro you see him as the, the Beyonder dude if you, if you look at the comics versions of the Beyonder it, like Nick look at the Beyonder Marvel and tell me that's not Henry Cavill or Adam Warlock like whatever you want Oh, so here's the thing. Uh, the reason I, I was going to say Adam Warlock, but the only reason I didn't say that is because I can see Corbin Blue playing Adam Warlock. Oh, but another person I would say he could play, but it would, I'm not going to just be another ripoff of Superman is um Hyperion. True. What about yeah. Cyclops? I feel like he's too. I, I'm not going to lie. I feel like he's too built to be Cyclops. But he can I, slim if, down. If I had he's... a pocket for saying okay. he could. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, uh, never mind. He, no, he, sl I, I he slimmed down. Right. He slimmed down for that Tom Cruise movie. Even though he did the whole like uh, cock his uh, his bicep, buddy, moment. he's still filming the he's still filming the Witcher. He's not getting a shade oh, under two sixty yeah, anytime that, that's soon. That's true. That is very true. Like, yeah, he's, he's if he's playing Geralt, he's he's big. He's yeah. keeping that muscle on him. He's huge. The Beyonder is a good one though. The oh, Beyonder looks. The Beyonder looks like him. He just looks like him. Like so. Uh -huh. So, so that and he's ultra powerful. So it makes sense. Like. Uh, uh, what does it mean like uh like just continuity wise to go from like superman to like the beyonder which i'm not gonna lie the beyonder is basically like superman level in marvel so like it's, who's, it's lit mm -hmm. who's the guy with the crazy voice Doctor um, Doom? no every time he talks it like black something um Ooh. every like, time he talks he, something blows up like he literally like he can't talk otherwise oh, it, like oh you're, you're talking about um black bolt or black, black, black bolt, bolt. or okay. something like that that would okay. be a cool casting in my opinion, I think I think Black Bolt's Marvel. Yeah, Black Bolt. Uh, um, yeah. I think so, so with yeah. him talking to Marvel, that means that he's he's done on Superman, eh? Because there's no way you can exist in both of those universes simultaneously, uh, right? I, yeah, I think it's done, so bro. He was fucking. He, he was he just was so like good. Superman. He was so good. He was so, so good. good. Another God, damn it. Another thing, right? Like the, the like. Wait, what if he was Galactus? I would, dude. I would have Jeremy Irons as Galactus. Uh, is Jeremy Irons in the MCU? No, I would just have a Jeremy Irons voice Galactus. But like, you still Death have Scar. to use bot. You still have to use the bottom half of a face. I mean, Josh Brolin is nowhere near as big as Thanos, and like, he's still chill. Yeah. That's fair. 
<laughs> like well, actually technically yeah. oh wait no he's in two um, marvel ips that's what it is yeah yeah so like, and he, he he yeah he plays two people in the same universe like i, I don't on, know right? like i like i think i think he could be galactus because jeremy irons is you know at the end of the day jeremy irons is what scar the mid-70s oh that's true yeah yeah you need him to play you need to you need him to be alive for more than 10 years that's true well, no, I mean, that's that's all I'm saying. But like, you do have to use the bottom half of his face, you know, and he's got Oh, wrinkles. OK, that's true. You don't want old Galactus. True. Could he play the Silver Surfer, Mizu? Is he, is it Because like the Silver mm-hmm. Surfer is Bill. He's slim, er, but he, he like the point of the Silver Surfer is to look like a god. I'm not going to lie to you. I think the only reason that's I would bad. say this is not this is not me saying this, but I'm looking at how people react to it. I feel like people want it to be OK with um him, um, Henry Cavill being all silver and like bald uh, looking thing because you know people people love his face people love how he looks very he's, like a, that, he's Chris so Evans he's a Chris Evans stand in and him all silver and bald looking yeah that's true yeah surfer. that wouldn't be great do you know oh. who would play a good silver surfer the dude from uh the dude from uh what's it called King Kingsman the bald dude oh I know oh, you're talking I know about, you're talking about. Yeah, no, the guy who's like he's incredibly Turkish looking. Yeah, I know who's, exactly who sings, about. who sings and dies basically. Yes, yeah, I uh, Mark about. Strong. Mark Strong is yeah. his name. He would play a good Silver Surfer, I think. Okay, well, and then there was other casting news, right? Yes, uh, I know. I don't know if Mizu, but uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, who plays Kingpin in the Daredevil series, has been officially confirmed to be returning in the Hawkeye TV show, which means that like we could be getting the Punisher. Like a tie in because it's ridiculous. He carries the first two seasons of of The Punisher. Like, absolutely carries um, Marvel news that I heard is on one, they are also bringing back the Luke Cage show or Luke Cage himself. Either one, I don't know if it's the show or the character, Mm -hmm. but either way, Mm -hmm. um, no, they said Luke Cage. Like, so I'm pretty sure that they've been the actor as well, but they said that they're either bringing back the show or the character to Marvel again. and also, um, what's her name? Another uh, another actor has been casted for Black Panther Forever, and she, um, something cool. Oh yeah, I've, I, I, yeah, yep, 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 yep. I remember. Okay, uh, the uh, girl, Michelle yeah, the Cole? girl that you're talking, yeah, Michelle, Mich- what? Michelle Cole, Michelle Cole, there you yeah. go, Michaela Cole, Michaela Cole, Michaela Cole. Okay, I don't um, know. She... The thing is, she, she's cast as. Uh, oh my bad, you were gonna talk. My bad, sorry. Oh no, you're good. Um, so she's been casted, but they haven't been. They didn't tell us what she was going to play. But mm-hmm. some people are speculating that she Storm. would play Storm. Yes, sir. But I'm. But right now, I'm wondering how they're going to do that. And I, it also makes it also begs the question of how would Wakanda Forever even tie in with the whole multiverse it's, um, situation? What do you mean? So here's the thing, because I'm not gonna lie, the only way I can see Storm being in Wakanda forever is if they already in- incorporate the multiverse. Because like again, like I said in the last um oh, because you can't put the yeah. you because um Storm's a mutant and mutants yeah. haven't been introduced yet in the series. You can't just pull them so, out of nowhere. Exactly. So the only way I can see her being Storm is if they already incorporate the multiverse in there and they already had their what's the word um the event though where. We see different characters come into our main Marvel universe with the X gene. Exactly. So, with that being said, like that's the only way I can see her playing Storm. But besides that, I don't think she's going to. The people I can see her playing that some people are also speculating is that she might play um, Madam Slay, who is this um, 
who happened to be like one of the love interests of Killmonger. And okay. she's the person who would later revive Killmonger in the comic books so he can, you know, get his other chance to try to take over Wakanda. And um, there has been speculation that uh, Michael B. Jordan is going to be in it as well for Wakanda forever, whether maybe it might be in terms of flashbacks or he might come back, possibly. That'd be sick. Dude, he's, um, he's, one, of the, he's, one, he's one of the best Marvel villains. Yeah. He's, and, another, and the thing is, he's one of the weakest, you know? Like it was just he was just so well written and he was so well acted and like his his argument was so well founded. It was incredible. Absolutely. I think another character that they said she might play is um an offshoot of Nakia, because in the comic books, Nakia is a hero who turns to a bad guy. And some people some people speculate that they they might not go down that route with Nakia's character mm-hmm. and she just might just be a, a whole good guy. So they might make her character, her bad guy persona, a whole separate character. That's sick. So that's, that's super, super cool. The thing about cool. Storm, the thing about Storm, bro, is that I don't know how you bring her into the whole Wakanda thing. Cause like, do I mean, you need, you need a, you, I, I mean, unless they're going another route, but like you need uh, a T'Challa in order to bring in Storm, bro. Cause like they're, I mean, they're yeah. married, yeah. bro. They're married. I mean, yeah. They, they're all like it, very often they're together. The power couple. That's the power couple. And I, don't I know. can't imagine. I literally can't think of a couple I would fuck with less than T'Challa yeah. and Storm. Like there's, there's nothing. That's another question we have for next week. Like wh- how, if you, would you recast Black Panther? Can you recast Black Panther? You can give the mantle to other people. But like, yes. Can you, can you bring in like a multiversal like version? Like if, if, if another actor decides to, to, to just like take the mantle and be like, yo, it's just a multiversal version of uh, T'Challa. Like, yeah. would you have it? I, I would say have do it, it just to honor him, just to, just yeah. to honor him. Yes. But I know that Marvel. I mean, like, they're they recasting, they're recasting fucking Brian Walker. Okay. With his and, son, and with his brother, with his, bro. with his brother. So as long as it brings that green in, it'll happen. It's not yeah. a matter of should we, it's a matter of when. Mm-hmm. No, I think it'll happen. I mean, they did it in Spartacus, like the, the Spartacus oh, yeah, guy true. dies he after died. season one. Um, or he got like he got like heart cancer or something, so he couldn't act mm-hmm. anymore. So they recasted him. So yeah, it happens all the time. Um, obviously be respectful about it and do it in a way that canonically makes sense. Don't just be like, that's T'Challa. What are mm-hmm. you talking about? Why he looks different? I mean, yeah, I'm no, not I said, like it wouldn't be surprising because Marvel's done it plenty of times. Like, think about it. Are we gonna sit true. here and forget that the Hulk? Um, no, not just that. Are we gonna sit here and forget that War Machine was played by the same person? Don oh, Cheeto hasn't been always War Machine. That's true. It was, so, it, yeah. He was blackballed after actually. <laughs> he was he was the dude that played Wait, warm the yeah. dude that you look go at to the, the original Iron, Iron Man, Man. Yeah. If you go to the first Iron Man, Rhodey is played by Terrence Howard. And then after that, on Iron Man 2 going forward, Rhodey was played by Don Cheeto. Yep. They 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 had disputes right, about James they had Rhodes. they had disputes, I think, about money. And like they the Terrence Howard just said, fuck you guys. And, and then he was like, okay, Don Cheadle. <laughs> so like he, they he he fumbled the bag so bad. He's like, this, yeah. isn't, this isn't gonna do well. Just oh, like yeah. millions of dollars later, B- Don Billy, Cheadle, Billy's, Billy's. Jesus, Billy's. you know the part that's so damning too is that in the in the first Mar- um in the first Iron Man movie, um, Harris Howard's version of oh, Brody shit, looked yeah. at the suit and said, "Not today." And tell me why? Now Don Cheadle wears the suit instead. He never got to put the suit on. Yeah, bro. Dude, uh, I mean, like Terrence Howard is very, very successful. Like he has his TV show, Power, um, power um, which is like yep. obviously like massive for stars. But like, yes, that that's fumbling the bag if ever I've heard of it. Okay, 
Now that we've extensively covered our Marvel topics and castings, we have a little bit of catching up to do on the Black Clover. Mm-hmm. I am on episode mid 40s. You are in episode four. Four. Because I caught no. up, I realized that I caught up in my hero. So, like, we can talk about Black Clover and I can uh, talk a little bit about my hero. Gotcha. So, go off, kid. So, I am at the point where they are doing their examinations uh in in black clover so the wizard uh, exams yeah yeah so so you know just went ape shit on salim of house Very whatever what how what house is it let me google it it's a house it starts with an h one ha- of the ha- literally ha- million half chefs ha- or whatever yes, the that whatever the half chefs yeah so you know just went like full ham there uh and then like i think uh that's where this is where we get introduced to william uh, William Vengeance. I think this is the, the yeah. yeah the episode. Ve- I, it's, it's not vengeance. It's 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 va- vengeance or something. Vengeance? It's like it's like super close. Uh, no. Vengeance. It's like super close um, to vengeance. Yeah. Also, like, he's it's, definitely it's a bad guy. I'm gonna say it. No definitely way he's a bad not guy. a bad guy. Okay, I don't. Yeah. I don't. If you cover your face, you're a bad guy. I'm sorry. He's absolutely gonna be a bad guy. I just the, I just love looking I at Mizu. You, I just you love- sure about that. Hundred <sighs> percent. No way he's is, not a bad guy. Mizu, everyone's like he's gonna be the next Wizard King. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. I'm sorry. He's covering his face and he's super powerful. That's that's a bad guy right there. Or is he Julius? It, oh, there's gonna be a big reveal. Oh, you haven't. Have you seen Vonjus's magic yet? No, uh, I haven't. Okay. No. no, no. They asked him if he used light magic. That's where I'm at. They're like, do you use light magic? Because no one knows what magic he uses. I think that's like the big thing. Yeah, but like I, I mean, I, I, I'm still mixed on him. I mean, I haven't like met him for more than an episode, so that's fine. What who I am interested in is Yami, Yami Shutsukedo, yes. whatever the katana got, bro. That Sukihara, Sukihiro. Anybody that has the name Yami has to carry mm-hmm. that legacy because Yu-Gi-Oh will not be disrespected anymore. So nope. if your name is Yami, you gotta be a <laughs> the badass. original so I, I like Yami. Uh, I like. He was my favorite character for a while. Really? Okay, bet. Yes. Um. So technically, now Asta's joining the the Black Bulls, right? Yes, he, he is. He, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. I was like, okay, they like the captain tried to like intimidate him or whatever, but like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's basically joining them. That's that's where I saw it's like a, a tough love. Uh. So so far, you know, favorite character Asta, very cool, very cool. Uh, Yells a lot. MC, yeah, he he does yell way too much. He's like a, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like a mixture of Zenitsu and Yuji Itadori. Like it's literally just that. <laughs> uh, so 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 Asta Asta is is, is cool. Um, the uh, dude, all of the posh rich people in this universe are all ass. Like there's, there's literally a cast oh, system, yeah. and no one I, talks about that. I was going to say that. Um, yeah, be prepared. There's a lot of classism in this show, uh, yeah, in this anime, and it's really bad. Like, I'm not going to like, there are times where I was just like, I was sitting here like, yo, if I was in here, just give me 30 minutes. Just give me 30 <laughs> minutes, and I'm beating everyone's ass. That's the Dude. thing. It's like, it, like, you get introduced to a bad guy down the road who's like, I don't like the Clover Kingdom because you guys are racist and classist. And I was like, go off, King. Is he <laughs> fucking wrong? Like, <laughs> am I wrong? You're like, gonna look like, at me like, and tell like, me that like, I'm wrong. <laughs> like the like the like the eye of the midnight sun. I was like, are they wrong? They're like, they're like, it's just like they're like the black clover kingdom. Yami's been discriminated against because he's from technically like Japan. Noelle's discriminated <laughs> against because she's not powerful. Asta's discriminated against because he doesn't have magic. I was like, this is just a bunch of racists. I was like, of oh, course there's the gonna be a reckoning. Oh, here's the thing: they don't just hate Asta for the fact that he has magic. 
It's the fact that he's poor. Think about it. The where they come from is called the Forsaken Realm. That's yep. the official name of the area where poor people in like some Providence live. It's called the Forsaken Realm. And it's mostly based off of class because think about it. Yuno is incredibly powerful, but they still treat Yuno like crap. Yep. He made it into the Golden Dawn. Like literally everybody wanted him. And they were like, you don't deserve here. It's like, I could have been anywhere, motherfucker. Like, are what we, do you want? Are we sure that Frieza didn't write this manga? I, it's a solid possibility. Because here's the thing. Like, it, like, imagine if we called, like, like endemically poor areas, like like the bad forsaken. zone or something. The like untouchables. The, <laughs> the like, untouchables. We the undesirable. Like, yeah, this like, is, literally. It's the invisibles. Dude. This is the undesirable lane down in um, Don't Touch Them Boulevard. Yeah. Yeah. Like, stay, <laughs> like, stay away. Like, it's like Gotham would just be Gotham is the forsaken zone. Like, that's that's, oh, that's more true. or less it. Big facts, So, like, it's, it's really good. The Like, the characters are awesome. You're going to love, like, okay, okay, here's the thing. So, you've been introduced to, in terms of waifus, who have you been introduced to? Oh, Noelle? God. No, you haven't even I, met Noel yet. No, I'm in episode four, bro. Like I, 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 I've just yeah, been focusing on the dudes. Like it's just been dudes so far, which is fine. Easy. You were so right about Noel being well written. I love Noel. I love Noel. She's fantastic. She's my oh, favorite what, character uh, on the show. Quick question: Are you guys watching it in sub or dub? Dub. Dub. Okay, because I couldn't deal with us yelling. Um, in sub. Who voices Yami? Then right? Who, who voices Yami? Oh, oh wait, it's All Might, right? All Might. Yeah, no way, my. Vegeta yeah, also plays my. him. Yeah. Vegeta, yep, same guy. Piccolo. Same guy. The fuck, bro? If you got big muscles, if you got big muscles, you're getting voiced by that guy. Hey, dude, he he do be out here playing like Aunt Lieutenant Armstrong. Like he 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 mm-hmm. he out there. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. But yes, no, I'm super super caught up. But we'll we'll keep we'll like listen. I'll just be ahead of you, and we'll keep we'll keep up with you. Hey, I can um, I, I can I can pull the I can pull the accelerator hey, you on it. All of Master of the Universe, good sir. Okay, nobody's I, nobody's trying to take away. You're watching Big Boy Pants. And speaking of Big Boy Pants, I will yeah. do a massive segue. Oh, look at that sauce that I'm using so for good. my segues. This is episode uh, to, to to my Hero Academia because I finished the Hero Killer arc. Um, so I got I got to I got to the end. Um, uh-huh. Stain is a badass. I fucking love Stain. Like Stain Stain is probably one of my top five favorite anime villains ever. He, oh, he's up there. His hands are rate his his katanas or whatever his his swords are called are rated E for everybody, bro. Oh yeah, he, 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 he for all my yes yes yeah. Uh, so he he killed a Nomu because there's multiple mm-hmm. Nomus now. I did not know that that was a thing. So he oh, killed yeah. he, he killed a Nomu like randomly saving like Midoriya in the process. Because uh, he doesn't agree with the League of Villains. His his quirk is not only disgusting, it's also super interesting and complex. Like based yeah. on your blood type, you're frozen. It's like a Ninetales. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm playing way too much Pokemon Unite, like freezing stuff, people. Got you. Oh, <laughs> you were making an avalanche reference. Yeah, Got yeah, my yeah, bad, yeah. my bad. Played too much Pokemon. Me and Jose have been playing close to three hours of Pokemon United day. Once we get to streaming, we're we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be streaming even. it as actually actually this episode is gonna come out tomorrow, so we're streaming it today. Probably <laughs> three p.m. So, PST. Oh, I am. So so well, I can be in your squad. I just can't like stream it because i don't have my thing doesn't but, have a capture card yeah of course, of course. It's, it's, it's on the way it's on the way but speaking yes. of my hero gran torino uh clapped one of the no moves as well and that was freaking intense i love gran yeah. torino uh i hope he does not bite the bullet because he's awesome and he's a great mentor uh who mm-hmm. told me that uh endeavor can wall run 
like freaking like a Jedi. Like what the fuck? Oh, he's yeah, a ground. He can't, really, he can't really wall run. Wait, wall run? Oh, he literally Yo. melted the freaking like yeah. like the building while he was catching up with one of the flying nomus. He was literally yeah. like melting, melting into the building. And I was like, hey, yo, you he can kind of just run? flies everywhere now. Like where we're at in the anime, uh, he just okay. flies everywhere. So I just don't so he doesn't remember run. it. Yeah. Yeah. That he, makes he, sense. Though. Yeah, he, yeah. He melts the surface of the area to get like a kind of like a, a steady position to go up. Yeah. That's how he does it. Um, but yeah, like you said, like right now, he the man can full on fly now. So. Yeah. Like he learns to fly like mid fight okay, in one of the most badass. Actually, probably I would say the most badass scene in all of MHA. Um, the, but the, yeah, but bro, like I mean, like question for you guys: Does mm. it get like better in terms of like combining story with like just unreal pacing and animation uh, compared to like the battle between like uh, Tanya, Shoto, and Deku against Stain? Like in the future, does it get better? Because I was oh, yeah. so in, I uh, say. Insane. Mm-hmm. I say yes. I, I think the season that we're on, it's like, eh, I mean, this it's is okay. the first season bad. it hasn't continually improved. Yeah, I would say it's not what bad. It's, it's it's a steady line. It's not, it's not, it's, it's not, I would never it's a say plateau. Bad, okay. But it's not, there's no like big, like super moments right now. The, I think yeah. the last time I could think of is like during the whole um, class 1A versus class 1B a little bit. But yeah, like that, the um, the Todoroki Ida fight was probably the biggest one we got. Exactly. But from where you are, Jose, yes, it gets progressively better There's and there are a lot more crazy moments. Yeah, you haven't met muscular, you haven't met overhaul, you haven't you haven't done the uh, met one for all or all for one. Like either, yeah, you got yeah. you got time, good yeah. sir. Dude, I I'm excited because like not only because of your cosplay for Moon Knight because she is my wife before the show forever. <laughs> uh, I, I, I just I just I want to see the pros like surprise me because so far what i've seen the pros be is like oh my god i want an intern and then like they all suck it's just like the top three that are good like we have yeah, mr it's spider like genus endeavor and hawks you don't yeah. know hawks yet no is is he the justin bieber spider-man justin yeah Bieber's Spider-Man. number three best like genius. the one that the one the one that has no the, that's the best hair genius and the, okay yeah, that's best no, that's genius, genius. Yeah. yeah okay bet so yeah we got we got justin bieber spider-man we got endeavor mr mr Groudon, uh and then have we have comoe woods yet comoe woods uh what's his power Wood. That's the wood Which, guy from the first yeah, episode. Yeah, he just shoots wood. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Sudo yeah. Wudo guy. Okay, now, I'm just a, yeah, I'm just exactly. associating all of them with Pokemon because like Sudo Wudo is a ground type, but he do be a, a a tree. He is, but no, but he no, but he's made of stone and he disguises himself as a tree to blend in. Okay, bet fine. That's canon. Okay. I'll, I'll 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 accept that. Uh, yeah. I the the biggest takeaway that I have is I want to see Deku get to full power because like just with him maintaining you, just, you got just, time like, buddy just don't deku, worry just deku like maintaining like uh the the uh one for all well, cowling all for one all for one one for all i'm one for all yeah one for one all, for all. Yeah. uh yeah. and the power like full cowling at five percent is just baller i can't even begin to think like what a hundred percent is because Where we're at he's at 18 Technically, hey, he hasn't even. Where, technically, he's not even at 100 percent in the manga. So, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too worried about it. You got time. Okay. But, no, but here's the thing: it may sound like, oh, uh, whatever. But like, what he can do with that per small percentage, especially when he's done with a manga, because even in the manga right now, this man is doing crazy, amazing. He's things. walking and through. This cities. is. He's not even close to 100 percent yet. Yeah, and it's amazing. So, is he yeah. stronger? Is he stronger than All Might? 
Yes. Oh, absolutely. Significantly. He is, is going to not even close. He's yeah. he's. Sur- I would say right now, in my opinion, he surpassed all Mike. Oh yeah. Does he not get? Does he get thicker, or is he always like just? Oh small? no, he's still no, same, he's not any bigger. Um, he's still the same build. Damn. Sad. Yeah, but like his his like his suit, like he starts wearing his cloak and all that. Uh-huh. It's, it, his suit gets a lot thicker in the manga too. Yeah, it's, it's his costume will progressively change though. Mm-hmm. Okay, it but, gets darker. The show gets a lot darker in the future comics. Oh, I love that. As long yeah. as as long as Baku goes out of the way, I'm I, I'm all for it, bro. It's all that we can ask for, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, <laughs> just give me more Shoto. Give me more Shoto. Take away Baku go. That's I mean, only kind of what we're doing. That's kind of what we're getting right now. Like okay. that's what the, we're Bet. getting the Endeavor arc, like the Shoto Endeavor family arc right now. Uh, Endeavor so. sucks. I just I just don't like him. He's just trust me, ass. your opinion, your opinion you won't change. I'm happy that we are of the same mind in this, in this, in these, in these matters. The thing is, the thing is, like I don't, I don't get it. Like you're so vindictive that you just want to beat All Might to the point that you would traumatize your child and send your wife to to the psych ward. Just yep. to beat, not even you beating All Might, just your son, like, mm-hmm. taking over first place. That's that's literally whack. Happens just all the time, dude. Parents love and vicariously through their children. Happens that, all it, the it, time. It, it do be ass. Uh, so far, I will say, right now, favorite mm-hmm. character, Tenya. Tenya is yeah, just sure. dude. That's oh my, my God. favorite character. Yeah. Tenya, Tenya is a Tenya is a bro. The motivation, just like he's just when he's talking guy. about his brother and like he can barely get up, and then he does like the turbo super smash with with his leg. He's just yep. hey yo, this is baller. It's like Shoto, make sure to cool down my jet engines, but do not plug the exhaust. I'm like, bro, this man is intelligent. He do be like he courageous. He's everything that I want out of a side character. Yeah, Hopefully, no, he's a great guy. Hopefully it doesn't start raining and his theme song starts playing because I know that the end is near. No, uh, he only gets better. He only gets okay, better. Okay, Don't bet. Okay, Nice. Yeah, he's he's my favorite character still. I love him. He's okay, fantastic. Bet. Yep, that's all I got. The other thing that awesome. I got, the other thing that I got is, uh, I think we have new. Uh, we think I think we had like preliminary news on like the Star Wars anime. I think they said that they like are beginning the like the casting process for that. You're telling me uh, they already had all the animation studios for individual episodes and they haven't casted anybody yet? They did they have did we already have the studios? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Every single episode is going to be animated by a different studio. So like the the people who animated Attack on Titan are doing an episode. The people that animated uh yep. The people who did Attack on Titan are doing so are they doing it like are they doing it like um in a what's it called that what's that short called like the robot thing they go netflix like love death uh love death and love death robots more or less yeah every single episode is going to be animated by different well so like i think mappa has two two episodes um the people who did uh one punch man season one have one episode the people who are doing like like basically like every big animation studio has one episode on the star wars anime so they said that it would be dropping uh on on uh september 2021 so no so they actually have the they actually have every they should have everything but there's no there's no information on the casts i'm like that's the that's the issue like they they talked about the cast uh but they they did well it's probably gonna be in japanese eh i don't know i mean they have i have the i have the studios it's uh kamikaze duga geno studio studio colorido uh trigger studio mapa production ig Science mm-hmm. Saru and then Kinema Kinema Citrus. Not yeah. sure if those ring a bell. 
I mean, those are just all of the biggest animation studios that do oh, okay. literally <laughs> all. Animation. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, that's they're, just... they're not spending. They're not. They're not. Disney spending the dollars. This is spending. yeah, exactly. But they're, but they're making it an anime. Okay, I don't want anybody saying that it's an animated show and not an anime. Okay, oh, no. If if Mappa's doing it, it's an anime. I'm like, if it's if it's coming out in Japanese and English simultaneously, that doesn't matter. If if it's being animated by an anime studio, it's an anime. Like people, the reason people say that Avatar is not anime is because it was animated by Nickelodeon. You know, like that was never an Super anime. Sad. That was and it was produced in America. This is being produced in Japan, aka anime. Okay, bet. So uh, the yeah, that's it. And the other big thing that I wanted to say is that like actually like George Lucas is involved in the project, which is dope because like they yeah. have George Lucas, Filoni, and the dude uh, Hero. I think it's Hero. Let me just Google it. Uh, yeah, Hiro Hiro Ma Mashima is the other creative director for the show. So, mm -hmm. hey, okay. if you got if you got if you got the OG like with Filoni, his pupil, I'm down. Fuck! Imagine if Ghibli did one of the episodes. The food <laughs> that would be the awesome. food would be bossing, dude. That would have been so cool. If you get in every animation studio, like give Hayo, give Hayo Miyazaki a call. Like just be like, hey, you want to draw one of these? Like that'd be dope. Or like Gunji Ito did one of them. Like that would be imagine Star Wars with Gunji Ito. That would have been so sick. Everyone would die. Could though. you imagine Star Wars ramen? That would literally sell out at Disney like hotcakes. Yeah. And cost like Disneyland. $48. I would take it. I would take you would it have off. a oh imagine the chopsticks were mini little lightsabers. Oh my god. That yes. would be so good. Okay. Well, if that's all we got, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for checking in with us on this episode of the Weeb Weekly. We are in the process of a big change, and very soon you guys will be hearing us doing little ad reads because we have become monetized. We just have to wait for Jose to sign the oh wait, you did already to sign the contract. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're if you're wondering who the who the problem child of the podcast is, hey, I did in blue, sign in the blue sweatshirt. I, I know I did okay. sign. Everybody signed. I got yes. I, I delivered. I delivered. Yes, he did. Yes, he did, gentlemen and ladies. So big change is coming our way. It's all because of you guys. You are the people that are driving the success of this podcast. And we want to say thank you, especially if you're all the way here at the end. I have been Nixie Comedy on TikTok, NC Hammer23 on Twitch. We're making the, the push to 15K. Listen. We get that push to 15K. I put a Sasuke tattoo on my body, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I'm going to say. NC Hammer 23 on YouTube. Jose. My name is Tropical Joe. Uh, you can put in I'm Tropical Joe in Instagram and TikTok and the Tropical Joe on Twitch. Speaking of Twitch, tomorrow, your boy NC Hammer and I will be destroying the mobile sphere with Pokemon yeah. Unite. So make sure to tune into his channel. I will be streaming it on my channel as well once my capture card is here. Uh, yep. But we, you'll be getting a preview of what the super sauce is going to be with this Snorlax Pikachu combo. And without further ado, my boy Mizu, let the people know Mizu where they can Shogun find you. Mizu Shogun on TikTok, Mizu Shogun on Instagram, and YouTube. Um, we're pretty close. I, I need y'all help. We're pretty close on hitting 800K. Let's go. Just around Whoop. that corner. And then I'll be up there and we're pretty close to a million followers that's Keep the class going, ladies and gentlemen. i didn't expect it to make i didn't expect to make 20k in the first place i didn't expect this to go this far but it has and it's been a blessing i appreciate all of you for getting me there 
course. Um, with that being said, more content to come. I'm giving you guys more analysis videos like I did, like the ideology of the next one. Since you guys are watching this, y'all get a little sneak peek. I'm going to be doing the, um, the ideology of Dio Brando from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Dio Zalardo. So <laughs> he's like God tier, God tier. Better, I would say probably a better bad guy than Darth Vader, but. It's just my opinion. Hey, yo. And before we get too into that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for checking in. Kick it to the outro. Thank you so much for listening to the Weeb Weepy podcast. If you haven't already, download and give the podcast a five-star review. If you don't, advertisers will treat us like Naruto before he saved the village. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.